right, baby. You know what that sound means. That means we're back with another episode of Rated G with Gary G. Garcia and Brian T. Licata. You know who we are. Well, maybe you don't. I'm Gary G. Garcia along with my brother and partner, Misinformation, Brian T. Licata. We're doing it again, man. We're doing it again. We're getting comments before we even go up. <laughs> Motherfuckers is getting at us already. We're a little late, of course, as always. <laughs> what do you want? What I think we should want, put, maybe I should start to put it on the flyer that says show starts at 12 Eastern. Seating starts, seating yeah. starts at 12. Uh, uh, oh, where'd you go? I lost it. You, you muted you muted yourself. He's starting with this shit already, but we got King Handles in the mix. It's already starting, man. Give me one second. I'll be right back. Uh, yeah, well, you sound good now. We got Bro, Bro 1212 in the house. Splash, 1976. Splash, thank you for uh, joining the show. First time uh, commenter, I believe, uh, with us today. Yeah, we're here. We're here. And uh, good morning, Jasmine. I heard uh, you and your dad had a nice afternoon together yesterday. We had spoken uh a little bit about it and yes we are very very sorry for <laughs> king handle says he wants to speak to the manager um <laughs> in case right. anybody's wondering if you need to speak to the manager if you're upset with the value of what you're getting for the price you're paying for our show you can email hr at rated right yeah we'll handle complaints to them yeah, we'll handle every everything in the order of which it's received. <laughs> yeah, big up to bro, big up to Splash1976. I think that's a first-time comment. Uh, started rolling up at 12. Lighting up. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, <laughs> big up to my daughter, Jasmine, King Handles. Everybody here ready, man. This is dope, man. Congratulations. I'm glad. I hope, I hope everybody's week is going better than mine. Not that mine has been that bad, but if it's going better than mine, then you're having a pretty good week. What's been going on? I feel like I've talked to you a couple of times throughout the, the, the past. Well, my day, my day started with my landlord calling me. Now my landlord calls me. Because uh, today's the third and I didn't pay last month and I didn't pay this month. Uh, and he calls so, me up. So hold on. So for anybody, because we have some new people listening. So anybody who hasn't seen this yet, Gary's apartment has been leaking from every <laughs> every play, every hole in the wall, there's just water coming out of it. From every hole, get my apartment's getting gangbanged by the water. It's leaking um, from the bottom, which is insane. <laughs> We've never seen that before anywhere. <laughs> yeah, I got a couple of things going on, you know, <laughs> mm -hmm. like like over here. I don't know if you can get it. There's like a hole in the ceiling over there, mm -hmm. and then I got uh some holes in the fucking living room and shit. So he calls me up. And he's like, hey, did they fix, did they did they stop the leaking? And I'm like, yeah, they stopped the leaking. I hit you up. I told you they stopped the leaking. He's like, all right, cool. Um, I said, yeah, but dude, they still got to fix this stuff. Mm -hmm. You know, I said, I got a closet I can't use. It's all water damaged. I got ceiling things missing in my bathroom. Water's coming in. I got the two ceilings. I said, I need this stuff be, to get fixed, dog, you know? Mm -hmm. And he's like, all right, you know, I noticed you didn't give me the October rent. Motherfucker, you knew I didn't give you the October rent. He said, I noticed? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I said, nah, I didn't. I was waiting to talk to you. And he goes, he goes, well, call me, reach out. I said, brother, I've texted you, I've called you. I stopped reaching out because I don't have to hunt you down. We haven't been dating. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't Is need that to you hunt said? you down. Yeah. I said, not like we dating. I, I sent, you know, I sent you the pictures. I sent you the text. And he goes, he goes, all right, uh, all right. So send me those pictures and send me the number to the guy who works the building, you know, 
and, and I'll get on that. And you know, send me, send me out. Well, hold, hold on. How does he not have the number? You know. Okay. You know. And he goes, you know, he was getting on me with the tub. And I'm thinking, yeah, motherfucker. And he took care of it. And then he sent you a bill. You never came to take care of the tub. You know what I'm saying? Uh, when the people downstairs was getting, because I had a crack in my tub, so it was leaking downstairs. And that right. was for months. I didn't care because, you know, it wasn't leaking on me. And I didn't like the people downstairs, so they right. could go screw themselves. Right. Um, so, so tonight comes back because, all right, I'm going to get that going. Send me, uh, send me this month's rent and next month's rent. I said, hold on, dog. Sorry to inform you, but that's not how it's going to go. I said, when I see people in here fixing it up, we'll talk about giving you the rent. I have your rent. But you're not going to have your rent until I see these motherfuckers fixing this shit. Because I said, I'm living uncomfortably. I don't need to live uncomfortably. And I checked the laws. I said, I got mold, you know, on the door. Yep. I sent the picture yep. of the mold on the door. I said, they took out two moldy tiles, which means the thing. But I did the research, dude. New Jersey, the landlord is not responsible for the mold. There's no rule saying that they have to do it. Now, my options is I can do it and then take it out of the rent. Yeah, so but I would actually, not, I would actually not obligated to do it. Um, I think we need to actually ask the people in the comments because I feel like their their law <laughs> interpretations might be better than ours or yours. Well, dude, I feel, I feel like the mold, dude. I feel like I'm pretty sure if it's black mold or something like that, the landlord is liable, and then I they it up. and then they have to look it up. Yeah. <laughs> I look it up. King Hansel says real estate is a contact sport. Nothing passive about it. Yeah, no, nah, listen, man. I'm a great tenant. I'm a great tenant. King Handles is the land. Dude, if you got a, a two-bedroom at a good price, let me know. <laughs> but nah, you know, I, I'm a great tenant, dude. Even during COVID, I paid my bills, man, when everybody else didn't have to. Like I said, I mm -hmm. kept my house when everybody was losing theirs during the subprime. I'm a dude who pays his bills. Mm -hmm. So, you know, obviously, if I'm not paying you, you know, there's things that need to be fixed. And I don't mean just like right now, they usually come and they just patch it up and walk away. And I'm stuck with a big patch looking there. Nah, paint that shit, dog. You know? Not to mention, I forgot to send them the picture of the whole side wall that needs to be redone, man. I got to send them that picture, too. She just sent them a couple She just sent them a couple of links to the episodes. <laughs> yeah, send them some nudes. Send them a dick pic. <laughs> laying right on top of your rent. <laughs> <laughs> saying to get to that you got to go through this oh <laughs> so pucker up bitch now nah, i'm just saying man like like you know he woke me up now no doubt it was like 10 o'clock but still <laughs> he woke me up you know because everyone knows i sleep all day that's what i do mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying i sleep all day apparently to everybody that's what i do i sleep all day which i don't know if i should take that as a uh, regardless of landlord tenant law, I take care of the mold because if you're sick, then you can't work. If you can't work, you can't pay rent. Man, if only common sense was used amongst us all, you know what I'm saying? Or even you. That well, you know, I got a GED, man. You get what you get. Um, Stephen Buddha. Hey, Buddha, what's up, baby? How are you, man? How's everything? Uh, Stephen Buddha, I would say either he fixes it. Or we can call the health inspector and you can deal with them. Um, but like I said, I looked it up and it said that it's, that it's really not there. They're not obligated. You know, like I'm the one that's obligated to take care of it. I could charge them. I could take it off the rent. Mm. You know, but regardless, I still got, you know, I still got 
the problems that he needs to fix. And he's like, you know, that's the building. And I go, I know, I get it, but I'm not the one that should be chasing him down. You're the landlord. Mm-hmm. You know, get him in here. Show me, show me some goodwill that you're fixing shit. And I'll be happy to give you your fucking rent because I really don't want to be stressed. You know what I'm saying? It's not like I want to fucking move again. Moving sucks. Yeah, it's it's the worst. You know, I remember, um, what was his name, man? There's this comedian from Astoria that I love. And he was talking about the people that were like, this is like a couple years back. He was talking about, I think it was the Libyans or the Syrians that were coming into the country to escape war and shit. Uh-huh. And, and he's like, he's like, and everybody's saying, you know, don't, don't let him in. Don't let him in. These people are running. He goes, they're running from the, you know what they had to go through to get here? He goes, I had to move from the third floor to the fourth floor. <laughs> he goes, not because the third floor, there was a war going on. He goes, just because the fourth floor had a better view. And he goes, and I never want to do that again. I didn't even want to, I didn't even want to move upstairs. Imagine moving from fucking Syria all the way to America. It's a good joke. It's uh, a really, it's, 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 it's a, a great, great joke. Yeah, it's a great joke. He said, I had to move from the third floor to the fourth floor. Not because there was a war on the third floor, just because it was a better view on the fourth floor. Michelle, what's up, beautiful? You know? <coughs> so, you know, I don't really want to move to keep it real. You know, but oh, mama, not- mama saying hello. That was a, that was that was probably one of the nicest meows we've ever had in the. Uh, She's right here chilling with me. I got to make that into a little sound effect. It's my little baby, yo. It's my little baby. She she's been very kissy lately. It's mm. not like it's not like her. <laughs> you know, like she's been licking my hand. Last night she was licking my cheek. I'm like, mm, what are you doing? You don't lick. You're not a licky cat your little sandpaper are you, are you are you going away or something sometime soon she does she send something's coming because she usually she she gets like that right before you're about to go on the road or something right yeah yeah she'll lay in front of the door but nah huh. yeah, you know she knows i didn't I, she hasn't seen like i didn't pull out my bags or nothing to pack so she knows she doesn't know you know i mean i'm not going away so i don't know what yeah it's is. yeah it's what i thought she hmm. just uh she gets in these moods you know i don't know like right now she's been sleeping for like three days now all of a sudden it's because i'm in here she's up on here yeah, you know your baby. Aww. she's a good girl, man. Yeah, so that's how my day started dealing with him. But you know, I will give him this: one, he sounded in good spirits, and two, he was like, "Okay, I'll get that happen." Hmm. So let's see what happens, man. You said the landlord sounded in good spirits. Yeah, yeah, like he sounded like, "Hey, Gary, hey," you know, like, "All right, you want to be in good spirits, all right?" Well, I guess he's trying to like, you know, maybe figures if he's nice to you. And Listen, he, man, he keeps I, you happy, prefer, then, then you'd be you know, more likely to know, pay him. Dude, you know me. I prefer, you know, I prefer to be in good, good dealing. <laughs> you should have said. And not talk to him at all. Normally when shit breaks here, like the ceiling and all that, the first like five times, six times, and then the one time the whole ceiling came down in my bathroom, I didn't even call him. I sent him a text. I said, Listen, this is what's going on. Mm-hmm. I'm taking care of it. I spoke to Rich in the building. And, you know, I fixed it myself because I don't want him raising my rent and I'm on a month to month right now. I right. have no lease. Right. So, you know, I try not to bother him. But then it gets to a point, dude, you know, you just ruined my whole closet full of shit. Now, wait, let, let, let me ask you this. You had a lease. You're on month to month. Was there any language in the lease that said your contract turns over to a month to month? Or is it a handshake agreement from month to month? Because if it's a handshake agreement, then you don't have to pay him anything ever. No, there is there is nothing. Oh, well, I, then- I had a lease. I actually never signed a lease with him. When he bought the apartment from my old landlord, he 
carried on my lease. Oh. So I had like two years Dude. left on my lease with my old landlord. And then, but like I said, I'm not trying to fuck nobody over. I'm not I trying know, to get over. That's bad. Know. You know, that's bad. You know, that's just bad. So I'm not trying to do that. <laughs> but, but look at that, man. I tell you, she's very, mm, my baby. Um, <laughs> she just rips my face, she claw onto my face. That'd be hysterical. Nah, but, um, you know, so he took over. And then when my lease ran out, he just never bought it up. I never bought it up. I just kept paying him his rent, you know? So, so let's see what happens, man. I mean, because, you know, technically you're, you've been squatting. You're just paying for your squat. Eh, I wouldn't call squatting. I'm paying. Yeah, but you're. And he's not like he wants me to leave. If he wanted me to leave and I wasn't leaving, then that would be squatting. If I'm paying my rent, you know. Be more, what's up, baby? <laughs> Let's go. You know what I'm saying? Like, in other words, I'm paying the rent, so it's not like it's not like I'm squatting. Yeah, I, I don't know. Squatting, I think it becomes squashy right now. She's licking my hand, my little baby. But you're not paying rent now, so you are squatting. Well, well, for these two months, technically, I'm not squatting because he hasn't asked me to leave. Squatting becomes when they say leave, and you don't. Now you're officially a squatter. Yeah, but you know he doesn't want you there. <laughs> no, actually, he loves me. I pay my rent every fucking the first of every month. This is the first two months I haven't. I'm just giving you a hard time. Give me a hard time. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. King Hammer says no lease and verbal agreements equal month to month by default. Yeah, and I think that's oh, actually, um, I'm sure there's some legal standing to that to in, to in court. Yeah, um, I know. I'm just giving him a hard time. I'm pretty sure if you don't pay, then he doesn't have to ask you to leave. <laughs> well, no, he does. Otherwise, I won't. I'll start thinking he's just covering my rent. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'll be like, wow, he's the best landlord I ever had. This mother, this motherfucker pays the rent for me. Dude. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, well, I've had some issues of my own with, with the landlord of, of late. And of, well, of, of San Francisco, do they even pay rent in San Francisco, or do people just knock on doors, pull people out of their house, and take over? You're thinking about moving to San Francisco. Don't human feces on my front porch. You're thinking about moving to San Francisco, dude. Don't human feces on my front porch. Why does that sound like a new, new released? Secret old recording from Bob Dylan that we never heard, <laughs> or like, or like Bob Marley, human feces on my front porch. Welcome to front porch. Wait, Timo, oh. Timo said not letting this guy stay at my Airbnb. <laughs> Somebody squatting in your Airbnb. They're That's fucked. I don't think he's talking about me. He's saying if you don't pay, then he does. Then you don't have to ask him to leave. He said he's not letting this guy stay at my Airbnb. <laughs> so I'm guessing he got. I mean, I'm just guessing. I could be wrong. Um, but that'd be fucked up. An Airbnb. That's like going to a hotel room and not leaving. <laughs> Can you squat in a hotel room? Yeah, dude. I think they'll toss you real fast out of a hotel room. Actually, I know they toss you because they toss you out of a crack motel if you don't pay for a night, dude. <laughs> <laughs> so how is it that you can't like go into a hotel 
pay for the night and then go, no, I'm not leaving. Right? You can't squat at a hotel, but you could do that to you can do that to to uh Mike, come back to Queens so we can start up migrant fights, the success of the bum fights. You know something, Splash. I think you might. You might be on to something. I, I don't know. I'm hearing a million-dollar idea right there, pew, man. Pew, 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 pew. I'm million-dollar idea right there, dude. No <laughs> lie. Fucking, fucking migrant fights. And you make them fight against, like, Americans. Like those miracle dudes, you go like down to the south, and you get these like real gung ho Americans, and you have them fight the migrants, and if they win, they get to stay. Uh, a belt instead dude, of a so, belt, instead of a belt, they give them a green card. So should we just start doing this at the border? So instead of having border patrol, you just have some big southern boys named what? Hunter, Luke, Luke, Chad. Nah, no Chad. You got Luke. Jake, you know, you got you got a uh, one-eyed Willie, you know, Big motherfuckers Colin. Like that. Yeah, man, Carl. Buck. You got Buck. Oh, Fight for three hundred. Nah, I think I think uh, here not nah, here in New York. Yeah, MSG, um, bro. <laughs> MSG, man, MSG. America's got to dress up as Uncle Sam. Yeah, man. Listen, I think that that's a great idea. And especially if we do it like you just you, you take a green card and you put like a belt attachment to it where the green card is the buckle. You know, you know, it'll be like uh it'll be like he goes, he goes, you're no for a green card. I'll cut him up real nice. Dude. Scarface. That, that was good. Right? That was good. You know? Drip that for a green card. I'm gonna cut him up real good, right? <laughs> I'm telling you, man, you get it right out. I think the border is a good idea, you know? And then it's like what you do is, like, the border is like, you know, that's your first fight. You get the green card, you know? And then you get to fight. <laughs> then you get to fight for the championship, months. the championship of what city you want to live in. Uh, what mm. was the last Halloween costume you two wore? Um, I gave up costumes after... The Peter Chris incident. I don't know if you heard about that. I was dressed as Kiss with my cousins and my mm -hmm. brother, and they robbed my candy and my and my wig. So I would say the last costume I wore was a hoodie with a mask. And and by that time I was probably you know too too old to be you know trick or treating. But I was just you know we would go and just get candy real quick to munch because we'd be smoking weed. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, yeah, that was Ant my my dad always hated giving. Or my mom, rather, always hated giving the candy to those to the to the guys who would just like just show up like you completely dressed regular, but you got a mask on. You got the mask on, yeah. And then yeah. she also wouldn't give anybody anything until they said trick or treat. You had to say trick or treat, or she wasn't giving you shit. What you just knock on the door? How rude is that? You just knock on the door? No, you got to say trick or treat. Ex exactly, dude. Yeah, she. Yeah. Oh she yeah. Was, yeah. They knock on the door, and then they would just wait there with their hands out, and she's like, "What?" Yeah, nah. she's, she's she's like I'm not going through all this if you're not even gonna at least make the effort on your end. Yeah, well, what, what? Yeah, I don't get that either, man. So I'd say that was my last. I think the kiss was my last, you know. And then before that, I had a couple of those plastic ones, but the kiss mm -hmm. one was dope because we did it ourselves. It was no plastic shit, you know. We didn't buy the costumes, you know. Uh, we stole our mom's wigs and shit like that. And my aunt at the time was a uh, uh, she did makeup, so okay. she did all our makeup. 
you know. That's kind of cool. We, yeah, we can't. It was dope. We came out looking really dope, yo. Mm. And uh, it's a shame because that night ended weak. I got robbed. <laughs> Fucked up Halloween for me. It's just a stupid holiday anyway. It's just a dumbass holiday. The worst. Uh, yeah, my daughter loves it though. My daughter says wow. I was screening kids out here with my best, with my best camera. Nest, they probably. Didn't she probably meant her nest. Uh, nest, nest camera. Nest they camera. didn't have costumes. I didn't open the door. Exactly. Yeah, good for her. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you were right, nest. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Don't be opening that fucking door. And then they were doing this thing by my daughter, and I've also heard about it in a couple of places out here in Jersey called uh trunk or treat. Oh yes, yes, yeah. That's where they for give the candy the out the kids the trunks. In the ghetto. Yeah. And I'm thinking, yeah, that that's smart. Have a kid walk up to the ki- a dude with his trunk open and ask for candy. Well, they'll usually, surprise when he gets chucked in the trunk. <laughs> well, usually they're set up. They're like in a parking lot. Well, they'll have oh, it's like, it'll be fun. like a car show, like a car show. That's more funny. or less. I mean, Halloween ain't even the same no more because in my neighborhood, it went from us going into the buildings. You know, what I'm saying you go into the buildings, you knock on all the doors, you have a nice sock filled with uh filled with baby powder. So if they didn't answer the door, you just beat their door with the sock and leave the whole door white with baby powder, uh, you know? And mm-hmm. then it went from that to like all the kids trick-or-treating in the candy stores. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like they started trick-or-treating in the candy stores. There was no one going in the buildings anymore. You would just walk up to Broadway and see all the kids going into the candy stores. <laughs> just robbing? <laughs> nah, nah. Like they, they, they didn't want to get robbed, so they gave it out, you know? Oh, the candy. And then that's when you started seeing the change, you know. That was like the change in Halloween. It was no longer, you know. And now kids are trick-or-treating with the lights on. Like, you know what I'm saying? The sun's still out. Everyone's trick-or-treating. What's this? What are we looking at? This is uh, my second second to last Halloween costume. Are you the beaver? (laughs) Yeah, it's a chipmunk. It's not a beaver. Oh, it's a chipmunk. And why yeah. is your face like that, like all brown? Would you stuck up somebody's butt? Are you oh, what, like, like this this part right here? Well, this whole thing was brown. It was just old. So this was uh, a costume uh, that we uh, had at, at. I thought at, like I thought that was shit stains. No, I thought you were going like deep, like I'm a jerk. I thought it was a gerbil. <laughs> we, we, who was that? Who was that actor? Who was that actor that they said used to put Richard Richard Gere? I think I think you. I thought you was going as Richard Gere's gerbil. <laughs> Because I think they said Richard Gere was putting gerbils in his ass. Do they really uh, do that? Is that real? I don't think that's real. It's a gay rumor. It's it's a gape rumor? A gay rumor. Yeah, I mean... I'm sorry. I, I, think- should, I should say... I, I shouldn't do it. It's a gay rumor, not a gay rumor. Yeah, yeah. You fucked Difference. up on your quotations. Yeah. Um, But they don't do that at all, right? That doesn't go on. People ain't putting gerbils in their ass, right? Michelle says, yes, all the schools here in Tom's River do trunk and treat. Never had a kid at my door since New, New York. York for Halloween. Yeah, I mean, I don't I, I didn't see no one out here in Atlantic City trick-or-treating. Mm-hmm. Not a soul. Really? Not a soul. I didn't even see no kids dressed up. Yeah. That's crazy. Splash says zombie chipmunk. <laughs> I thought you was I thought you was going as Richard Gere's chipmunk. Gears gerbil, exactly. That's exactly what I thought. King Handle says, I knew a dude that put a dead pet scorpion in his butt in college. It was him. It was a shocking twist, it was him. <laughs> Asking for a friend, dog. King Asking Handles. for a friend, dog. Asking for a friend. Why would you do that? Yeah, King Handles, why would you do that? <laughs> How did it feel? Was it better that it was dead than alive? 
<laughs> Did you ever see the episode on South Park where they put the gerbil? The teacher's trying to get fired. Yeah, we, we've talked about this on an old episode. Now that I'm so talking about it, because I'm because I'm, I'm I'm looking at it. Gerbil. Gerbling gerb- is what it's called. It's called, it's called gerbling. gerbling. It yes, can't dude. be real. Bro, we have had No, we haven't. <laughs> yes, we have. I would dude. remember I would remember <laughs> no, a conversation about no, gerbling. No, dude. How just... is it I wouldn't remember a conversation about gerbling, but I remember sparing. And that was like our second episode. We you never know, had dude? an episode about gerbling. Selective am- amnesia. <laughs> those topes, th- those memories too faint, painful to remember. We choose to forget. Oh man. Splash asks a very legitimate question. How big is that hole to push a scorpion up? Well, I mean, I see some pretty little scorpions, but scorpions tend to be very pointy. Are they animals? What what are they? We mean they're they're bugs. They're bugs. A scorpion's a bug? Yeah, it's a bug. Yeah. A scorpion's a bug. Yeah, dude. Yep. Really? Oh, actually, it says this is a I take that back. It is, yeah, arachna. Yeah, I pull it up. But that's it's not a, a bug. A, that's like a spider. Um, yeah. So it's technically in the animal kingdom, which yep. uh, I'm not sure. Uh, it's been a while since uh, I've gone down this stuff. So scorpions are predatory, predatory arachnids of the order Scorpi, Scorpioneth, which is Mexican. Uh, they have eight legs and are easily recognized by a pair of grasping pincers and a narrow segmented tail, often carried blah, 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 blah. They live in oh, deserts, but have adapted to a wide range of conditions. When I was in New Mexico, man, this chick had a scorpion in her living room just on the rug. She was like, baby, called the man. Scorpion, come get it. I was like, you get scorpions? Hmm. That's insane, man. Um, and actually, I take that back. They <laughs> are, I believe. Uh, okay, so... The what makes it an insect would be the class, the class of species it is. So insects are, have no class. <laughs> they don't. They're very dumb. They land on shit. Uh, it's they food. A, they got I, no class whatsoever. You were right though. It's an arachnid, not an insect. Thank you. Uh, King Handel says just to clear things up. King Handel says it's not him. His fetishes don't extend beyond feet. Feet fetishes are very normal, but the question is, do you like cute feet or are you one of them psychos who like corns and bunions on that shit with like yellow toenails? King Handles actually has his own bunion burner. He converted it from an electric sandpaper that he's got like a hundred grit on that thing for special ladies. Splash says, whatever they are, they don't belong up no one's asshole. No, they don't. Like I said, that. It was dead too. Those tend to be very pointy creatures. You know what I'm saying? Little sharp points all over the place. Hold on. King Handel says splash. I assume because it was dead, it was able to be folded up. Oh, maybe just crushed like with the finger, just crushed it up in there, like, like, maybe, like, maybe like blended. Dipped, maybe dipped it in a little baby oil. <laughs> blended. Maybe it, it dies like a spider. Legs curl up. I don't know, though. They got, like, all the... And the tail got that pointer. I mean, I guess that makes... You leave the tail hanging out so you can grab it and pull it back out. Is that how it works? Splash slides right in. Oh. Ah. And you leave the pointer out, right? We could all agree that you would probably leave the pointer out so you can pull it back out. Oh, dude. Can we all agree on that? I don't know. We agree. Yes. Yes, we agree. 
I don't know. All I know is that we've already gone deep. We're already in buttholes, and we've only been talking for 28 minutes. You haven't even told us how your day was. And we're already in buttholes. Tail is like a tampon string. Yes, yes, that's what I was thinking. Exactly. And this is the reason why 69% of my followers are male. Dude, I think it's more. this this conversation. Now I looked the other day, sixty nine percent on my on my Instagram. Sixty nine oh, on, on your Instagram. I think our YouTube is like ninety. It's like ninety percent dudes, yeah. right? So big up to all the females who watch us, man. You know, Michelle, Stormy, Diana, Lauren, my daughter. Mm -hmm. You know, take some balls to watch Rated G. So we appreciate your nuts. <laughs> just want to say thank you to my wife for supporting us in doing the show. <laughs> and listen, it's amazing to be here. After the last show, I really thought, you know, that was going to bring us a strike. You know, we posted that thing in uh, of Howard Stern. Howard Stern got a lot of supporters, man. A couple people were calling us dumb for even bringing it up. Mm. Yeah, because they were saying, he, no, he was making fun of Ted Danson. Listen, I'll keep it real. I was not offended. I like racism in certain forms. You know what I'm saying? So I wasn't offended. I just didn't think it was funny. Right. And the point that I'm trying to make is that's been up on YouTube for six years. It's blatantly offensive. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Now, not to me, but then again, you know, I'm desensitized and, you know, nothing really, you know, surprises me, man. You know what I'm saying? But he's been up. Yeah, there is still time. They're going to figure it out. Um, but that shit's been up there for what? It was up there for nine years. You know what I'm saying? And oh, that video? Yeah, 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 yeah. 30 N-bombs and, and, and you know, the, the sounds like spoon word and gorilla. And you know what I'm saying? Like, it was just straight. It wasn't funny. It wasn't, it although, wasn't funny. Although there was one dude, when you watch it, that was laughing his ass off through the whole thing. You could hear him dying laughing in the back. And I'm just wondering, man, what's his house look like? You know what I'm saying? Like if you go over his house for beer, for a I'm pretty beer. sure that was Mel Gibson that you can hear in the background. <laughs> Why you got to bring Mel into this, man? I don't know. He's the only person I could think of. I was I was struggling with the Rolodex. I still like Mel. You yeah. know, not personally. I don't fucking know him, but his movies are still good. I, you know, I and I, and one thing I know is he's not diddling children. Yes, so I gotta for sure. Take the, if I got to take the anti-Semitic or the diddler, I'd rather watch a movie with the anti-Semitic pretending not to be an anti-Semitic in the movie. I don't want to well, be anti-Semitic in the movie, but in the movie, you know. I was going to say, I don't really like him for his movies, but his political views. That's what you like him for. I mean, yeah. I don't know if he's anti-Semitic. I really never, you know, you know, I don't know. I don't know. And I, I never really heard the quotes he said that people say that. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just never listened to it really. You know, like if you don't, I don't even want to have this conversation. Never mind. I'm going to pull back on that one. They're on YouTube too. Exactly. They allow all that shit. Oh, what happened? Let's see. Are you going to play it? Let's check it out. I stayed home for most of the time. Public and it's a embarrassment to me. You look like a on heat. And if you get raped by a pack your fault, all right? Because you provoked it. You are provocatively dressed all the time with your fake boobs. You feel you have to show off. 
It looked like he was saying it in that picture, right? Your feet. Boobs. It looked like he was saying it in that picture. And that green thing today was enough. That's provocative. Okay? <laughs> yeah, man. You know what? This, I don't have a problem. Who has a problem with that? He's telling his chick. That's his chick. You showing too much. You hanging out probably in, in places that are, you know, known to be, you know, known to be established. They probably, she probably does have a bunch of them dudes wanting to bang her. You know, I mean, I'm guessing she's probably hot. She's with him, right? Mm-hmm. How was your day? Clean this up. That wasn't the Jews in Hollywood. That wasn't Ooh. the Jews in Hollywood thing. No, and here's the thing. Did it like I don't know? I've watched histories of Hollywood. Did it the Jews create it? What Hollywood? Ho Hollywood, yeah, yeah, they, yeah, yeah. So now they own it. That's what happens. Go create something. Stop getting mad at successful people. You know, become somebody that the government might want to use you as a tool for propaganda or to put out some sort of thing. Mm -hmm. You know, you know what I'm saying? I mean, look what look what Howard Stern did. Howard yeah. Stern did his thing. You know, became huge. And then they turned them. And now he works for them. D.L. Hewley had a funny bit about it. He said, a pack of N-words. What are we, Newports? <laughs> I think I've heard that bit before. Bro says, I have found that if you're in a biracial marriage, you can get away with some of that shit in certain circles. That's why we're in a biracial podcast. <laughs> Depending on who you talk to. Yeah, a lot of people don't know. I'm Lebanese. <laughs> And I'm Jewish. <laughs> and look at these lines we're crossing, you know? Yeah, man. Yeah. Bringing, we're bringing shit together, man. Yeah. Unity, See, unity. what we've decided here, right, I've, is I that I forgiven... get this and he gets this, right? Well, I have forgiven Brian for all his atrocities <laughs> that he has done to me throughout this podcast. And I have recognized Gary's sovereignty in this show. <laughs> you know, Hebrew was invented in the 1920s by a guy named Eliza Ben Yehuda. Yehuda happens to be the name of my landlord. I wonder if there's any relation. Oh, shit. We're all Americans with different spices. Yeah, man, but uh, I forgot where I was hearing this. It was probably on one of the people on the Daily Wire, probably. But they were saying that, you know, the problem now is that when there's no cult, there's no American culture anymore. And believe it or not, we used to have a culture, you know. I mean, anyone who would disagree that, that America was basically founded on Judeo-Christian beliefs would be bugging. You know what I'm saying? And that was... European you know, you could, also. You're, you you're, you're your, European. That's the important part to also make the distinction. It was, it was founded by all Europeans. Yeah, well... Look, because that's what you're saying. I mean, Judeo-Christian, you talk about family values. That's the one thing that people really, really never want to talk about is when the country was founded, it was all English, British, Welsh. Yeah. It, was, it was it was white people. It was yeah. a monoculture. And the big difference between our country and every other country in the world is most country you go to, it's 90 percent the same nationality in the same race. Yeah. Yeah. That's why it's different here. The traveling runner says, part Lebanese, part llama. That's right. <laughs> LL, baby. LL. Uh, bro says, Stern had Robin, so she gave him shade on racial shit, and in return, she got a paycheck. True indeed. 
But if you watch that whole thing in, in its full, he starts calling the N-word to uh he calls he calls Robin a smelly N-word. Mm-hmm. And then Robin goes, Whoa. And they don't even they don't even go back to her. But you can hear it in her voice that she's like, Whoa, listen, you point that shit in that direction, don't point that in this direction. She makes it very clear that she didn't like it when he said it to her. Mm-hmm. She was the one who was doing the host. That was Robin Quitters. Yeah. yeah. She co-hosted the show, right? She yes. on the show with him? Yeah. I think still to this day. Let me see. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. She's still on the show. And you know what's crazy is who is that? Who is that radio dude back in the day that called them them the basketball team nappy headed hoes? Remember that? Remember he called he called uh, on the radio. What was his name again? Uh, he was Imus. Yes, Imus. Yeah. He called them nappy headed hoes, and he got canceled. So my thing is this, man. You know what's good for the goose is good for the gander. If they're canceling, you know, look, cancel they, they pull me down all the fucking time just for disagreeing. What are you showing us, man? I'm not going to play it. What is it? What is it? Don, Don Imus. Imus. Girls basketball team. Nappy headed hoes. <laughs> Most countries. You're just flipping through, dog. You're not even giving us a chance to read it, yo. Most countries in the world now aren't sovereign, including us. Go ahead and try to leave the banking system. You'll be taken off the map. I can't say I disagree with that. I can't say I disagree. Yeah, Don Imus was the dude and the traveling runner said, rest in peace. I don't know if he means that to us or to Don Imus. <laughs> I don't know if that was for us or Don. But yeah, I'm just saying, man, it's like they pick and choose. They pick and choose. Mm-hmm. So it begs to ask the question, why, you know, how did Howard get away with it for so long? I mean, it's easy. They're in. They're in. They're connected. They're on the payroll, dog. I'm just saying, you know, I'm not giving the answers. I'm just asking the questions. Mm. You know, I don't yeah. want to give no answers. Yeah, why, why, why would you try to find a solution for us instead of I'm just dumb. identifying more problems for us to worry about? Right. Because that's that's the problem with your generation, man. It really it really is. All you ever want to do is you want to look at the problem. You don't want to work. And you don't want to fix anything. What my you generation? Want to, you just want to let it deteriorate. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. All of you. All your entire generation don't want to work, can't be on time, lazy, don't look good, yeah, yeah, archaic, (laughs) no good, dirty, rotten scoundrels. You're talking about my generation. No, I'm talking about you. Oh, (laughs) me. Just you in particular. Who works? Well, you know, I sleep all day. You know, I sleep all day. I apparently don't have a job. I mean, these are things that come from out of people's mouths to me. I wish I could sleep all day. I sleep all day. I sleep all fucking day. I got this dude texting me at four o'clock in the fucking six o'clock in the morning, seven o'clock in the morning. I'm getting texts from this dude. How much do I sleep like a fucking cat? That's how I sleep like a cat. I curl up. I sleep. My ears are up because something's about to happen. And then I fucking Fimore says, Fimore 76 says, it's called nationalism. Stop identifying as a nationalist and you're sovereign. Fimore 76 says, I am man. My rights are God-given. Boom. Splash. Totally agree. Gen X, the best of the best. The last of the best. The last of the best. Because I'm not going to lie, man. Them dudes who, you know, the whole World War II shit and, and the Depression shit, those were some gangsters. But we were the last of the Mohicans, man. We were the last of the strong, man. Mm-hmm. And 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 listen, here's the problem. 
we also need to take responsibility for what we created. Yes. You know, and you're that my comes parents. From, that comes from you that raised comes us. From, you raised the millennials. Yeah, dude. but here's the thing: it's not our kids who fuck shit. It's not us who really fuck shit up. It's our kids who are having kids because we raised our kids a little too pampered. And my daughter has told me that. My daughter's like, "You pampered me too much," you know. She says, "You never let me go anywhere by myself," and I don't. I don't remember doing that. But of course, we lived in the projects. I wasn't letting you walk around the project by yourself, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, Michelle says, "Listen, millennial." Don't blame us Generation X for what your generation don't do. But you know what it is, Michelle? We didn't hit our kids enough. We were also the last generation to get hit. You know what I'm saying? We didn't hit our kids. I really never was in a position where I really had to. You know, and then when I when, when I did, he was a big boy. And things got ugly. Uh, bro says viewership. They bought in the money. So they got a pass. I'm talking Howard Stern, right? Yeah, yeah. They got they had the money, man. You know, um, splash agrees. Yeah, third third Timor says we got a rundown on that shit Gary is wearing. Oh, the shirt. He he wants a rundown oh, on the shirt. Oh, the shirt. Oh, yeah, stand oh, up, stand oh. up. Let's see it. Oh yeah, this is uh, the shirt actually was was uh made by my boy. Um, big up to uh, fuck man. I'm forgetting his name. Uh, shit, what's his name? They used to do that thing, um, Rat Fink. Oh, Sec Fink. <laughs> this is your Sec, brain on drugs. Sec, Sec Fink. My man, Sec Fink. He did, he's done a couple of my shirts. And this one, all the writing on it is from people who came to my shows when I, uh, I think it was like two years ago when I would have a good show, like a really good show. I think it was longer did. than that, dude. You've yeah, had that for as long as I, I've known you. Yeah, so about four years ago. I got to mm-hmm. bring that back. What I would do is when I had a good show, I would go outside, and instead of people asking me for my autograph, I would get theirs, mm-hmm. and I would have the fans sign my my shirt. You know, so this this was the first shirt. I got about three shirts filled with names. Oh, really? Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. As a matter of fact, this was one time I ran out, and I was wearing just my tank, and I, just, I started <laughs> the tank top, but I never – it's crazy having both on today, but – Where'd you go, bro? I can't hear you. You hit your mic again, dude. This mic, I gotta get something. I think I need a new mic. That could um, be the wire. Yeah. And um, it was good. And it was good. What's up, baby? Uh, traveling runner says the good old leather diet. Oh yeah, no doubt. I got spanked, man. I'm telling you. Uh, King Handles couldn't hit the millennials. We were exercising our gun rights from an early age. Yeah, not for nothing. The millennials were much more quicker to kill their parents. I think. Huh. I think Jack. I think that. Well, dude, they used to die, or your parents used to die earlier. You know, so we have to we have to kill our parents now because before, you know. Oh, because they live longer now. Right. Yeah, man. So we really have to blame modern medicine for the advent of childs killing their parents. Yeah, my. Fucking thing has changed, right? Like my lighting has changed. Yeah. What's going on there? Look, uh, you got a little sun ray coming sun from the king, heavens. Which is surprising. It is never sunny in Atlantic City. Nah, man. I don't know where the fuck that came from. Where the fuck is this sun coming from? God. It's a ray of light from the heavens, my friend. <laughs> it's shining nice. It's like you got like a nice little ray. It's coming from the top corner down to the you know top right, bottom left. It looks there you nice. go. There you go. A little better. Yeah, the sun started coming in, man. Uh, back to the to the comments real quick. Traveling runner says sec. 
uh, yeah, my boy Sec Fink, great dude, man. I worked with him for a while, great dude. I, I want to actually get him on the show because when I worked with him, me and him used to always talk conspiracies back in the day. Uh, this, dude, really? this dude knew a lot of shit. He turned me on to a lot of shit. And I asked him to come on, but he wants to come down in person. You know what I'm saying? And I'm like, oh. don't be a dick. He wants to come down and see me and hang out and do it. But I'm like, when is that going to happen, man? Dude, tell, uh, him, tell, him, tell him December. Set up for December when I'm back. Yeah, we'll see what's up. I'll see if I can get him down. Great mm -hmm. dude, though, man. And a great artist, by the way, man. Check out Rat Fink on, uh, on Instagram. Uh, bro says, I'm a product of the 60s, and I'm glad that I came up when I did. Yeah, the 60s, the 70s, man. The truth is, like I said, I think I think from the 90s down, you could always pick a generation that was pretty hardcore. But then after that, it just, you know, millennials uh, and then, um, you know, Generation Z. Whoa. I never, I never seen such a soft group of people, you know, and I never seen people like it's, it's almost like when le when we became legal, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like one of the things that used to get me mad is I would go to the dispensary out here with Petey and the people that were selling were like people that would never, ever be in the game. Like, like these people should not be selling weed. If it wasn't for the armed guards that the right. government is paying for, you would not be selling weed. So that kind of bothers me because it was like they're not built like that. And that's the problem that I have with today's society is they're just not built like that. But yet they have all this power. Yeah, dude, the problem, you know, and we're not that old, people. We're not that old. Generation X, as always, just don't want to be bothered. Mm -hmm. But make no mistakes about it. When you push us in a corner. You don't want to push us in. A, you just don't want to push us in a corner. I mean, dude, it's it's, it's the uh, age old saying, you know, soft times, you know, soft soft people, you know. Like I have, you know, my one buddy that lives up in the in the mountains out here. That I I you know when Boots wasn't feeling well, I, I went up there. He hunts for most of his food, you know. Like over the winter, he'll you know kill a deer, kill an elk, kill a bunch of geese, you know, whatever, and then just freeze it. But like he hikes into the woods, shoots it, hikes it out. So like you're earning your food, which I don't want to do that, you know? No, no. I but don't want to do that. if you use that as an example and you multiply that down the chain of advancement of human civilization, it gets easier and easier and easier and easier. And we get softer and softer and softer and softer. That's what happens in every great society. Just yeah, man. Well, let's go, Michelle. Michelle, your shirt would be filled with just me and Tiffany's name if you do that today. Well, hopefully I'd have a couple of more names on there, but yes, your name would be covering it. Uh, bro says, not many snowflakes in the 60s. Not at all, man. You know, I would even go as far as to say even some of those hippies are, are were, 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 uh, more up to the task than these guys today. I don't know. Dude, there is nothing, honestly, nothing more that I respect than the old school 60s hippies. The dudes who were actually hippies that like marched in the race riots, like those, it's, it's those like are real before. liberals, dude. That's what I want. I want old school liberals. It's like, dude. it's like what I said before, all the real great battles have been fought. So now they have to create shit. Like, you know, can men be women? Can women be men? This and that. Like, come on, man. Now mm -hmm. they're going against just truth in general and, and, and give me a break. You're going to lose that battle at the end. You know, at the end, truth will always win. Fimor 76 says, dial it up. Um, yeah. Ah, traveling runner says it all went downhill after Y2K. Was it Y2K? I think it was really 9-11, to be honest. 
I think it was 9-11 that really, really made shit go downhill where people started saying, started thinking and looking at things a little, with, sadly enough, with a little more fear. Mm. Um, Sp- uh, Splash agreed with us on something we were saying. Then he said they don't know about riding a BMX bike from Queens to Manhattan for a bag. They definitely don't know that shit. But from Queens to Brooklyn, going over that, uh, what was it, the Pulaski? Go over that Pulaski, Pulaski Skyway. Go right over that Pulaski Bridge, man. Mm-hmm. Traveling running says, uh, no one puts baby in the corner. Not at all, baby. Which I seen that movie not too long ago. Very creepy. What it's movie very pedo. Very pedo. What movie is that? Mm-hmm. Dirty Dancing, dog. Uh, Remember when Dirty da- Dirty Dancing? Check this out, man. First of all, that movie's very pedo. Yeah, we 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 okay. talked about this in another episode too. Well, let me tell you this: Dirty Dancing changed the clubs, dude. Yeah, that shit yeah, changed yeah, yeah. the clubs. Yeah. You were walking. It changed. Fuck the clubs. It changed high school dances. Because mm-hmm. I was in high school when that came out, and we used to do my my boy Sal was a DJ, so we used to, he used to always DJ at all these high schools and like fucking St. John's and all that, and we would go there and everyone would just be on the dance floor grinding. Everyone just grinding. You know, and it was a different time because everyone was down to dance. So you would like grind like 50 bitches in a night. You know what I'm saying? And not even say nothing. Go up to them while they're dancing, start dancing, start grinding, you know, and then like just dance away. Not even say hello. Everyone was dancing. Nowadays, you're in a club. You see someone who could dance. You're like, you want to dance? And they look at you like, you know, you're trying to fuck and get out of here, whatever, whatever. Yeah, man, there is a little of that old. They call it your dad's America. And that's what that's what we miss. As a youngin, dude, I've always I I mean I've always looked to like 1970s, 1980s New York and been like, damn dog. I, I mean, there were a couple of things that, that we accomplished. There were a couple of things we accomplished in the last few years that I always wanted to see done. You know, right. when I was younger, I was like, this would be cool. Like, like you really wanted five year olds like, to be able to get on puberty blockers. <laughs> like, like legalize weed. I didn't really want it legal, but I did want it right before it became legal. That's how I wanted it. Right. Where yeah. it wasn't legal, but nobody was fucking with it. Yeah. That's where I wanted it to stay. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And uh, and then they went and made it legal, and that kind of fucked it up completely. But I liked right before it became legal. That was cool. And uh, there was something else that's been done that I kind of think is cool. I just can't remember it now. But for the most part, it's like all the great battles have been fought. Mm-hmm. All the battles have been fought, man. You know what I'm saying? And I think it's best sometimes to keep history where it belongs in the past. And that's the problem is that people, we should know our history, but you shouldn't make the people of today pay for their ancestors fucked up history. You know what I'm saying? And you shouldn't try to cover it up or get rid of it because it's the history, man. You know, I don't know why people hold so much things on like people of today for things that were done back in the day. We had nothing to do with it. Well, what, how do, how do you know you, what? How do you? And in some you... cases, and in some cases, especially when it comes to America, you know, gotta remember, we're also talking fucked up times. There were a lot of fucking savages out there. It wasn't just America that was savages. But mm-hmm. you know what? I'm grateful for the savages that America had because I'm grateful for the fucking way I live today. Mm-hmm. So the reality is, I'm grateful for the fact that we went out and fucking took this whole place over. And now, we get to fucking go online and talk shit for fucking two to three hours a fucking day. What are your not thoughts? for our ancestors? What are you? What are your thoughts? I, I agree. I agree with you. Uh, in almost all cases, <coughs> how do you feel about financial restitution from the federal government to who unpaid labor to the descendants of slaves? Why? Half of I'm- them ain't even working right now. 
Listen, half of them ain't even working right now. If they collect it from the government, there you go. There's your unpaid fucking labor. You're getting paid. You're not even fucking working. You know, get the fuck out of here with that shit, man. What did you have to do with that? You had nothing to do with that. I had nothing to do with that. I'm sure that my ancestors, when they first came out here, Puerto Ricans, listen, I saw a fucking, um, I saw a fucking West Side Story. <laughs> when, when the Puerto Ricans came in, it wasn't like we were wanted. It's not like I've never faced racism or whatever and shit like that. But no, 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 no. Was, but that, but that is but different the than the state. No, 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 no. That's different than the state, saying. dude. That's very, very different from the state. Very different. Because that's an institution that still state, exists. I don't it's the same think. institution. Is it? It is. Yeah, it's the same federal government, dude. Yeah, it is. But is it still the same? I'm pretty sure some people have worked on that shit since then. You know, no, the yeah, dude, Robert, this, Robert Burns, listen, dude, Pelosi, listen, Pelosi's been if, around since the Civil if War. Those, Are you kidding if me? Those piece, if those people were still alive, I would be 100% for it. Mm -hmm. If they were still alive or their kid was still alive, mm -hmm. I'd be 100% for it. Now, once you're talking your great, 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 great grandfather, kiss my great, 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 great Puerto Rican ass. And I say it's great because I've been told that. <laughs> Splash says Pulaski down to McGinnis. Yep, baby, that's the way we do it. King Handles, if you want 1980s New York City, just go to a hood in Chicago. Or Detroit. East New York still stuck in the 80s, Splash says. Michelle says, thankful for GPS, no more street maps. But here's the thing now. I've been to a million places and I couldn't tell you how to get to them. Yeah, dude. That's because you because don't rely you don't, on, on that you don't anymore. Rely on the G you look at the GPS and you just kind of go and you're not paying attention to where you are. It's the same thing with the phones not being – I think it's sad that we don't know each other's numbers. I, yeah, I do too, man. But – and this is this was actually what I had on the uh, the thumbnail for, for today because, you know, yesterday I spent a lot of time doing stuff on AI, like AI video editing, AI – you know, image generating, like all you this want stuff. AI dick, son. You one of the reasons this world's gonna crumble on the AI. Well, listen, dude. I am not. Well, I mean, it's getting reason. our shit out. It's getting our stuff out quicker, so I can't. It is, dude. It is, and it's it's. I, of course, I'm worried, just like everyone else is, of, of you know what happens if it goes too far. Is there a too far? I mean, we've seen iRobot. We've seen you know all these you know different. I'm types. more afraid of that deep fake shit. Oh, yeah, I know, dude. Yeah, they got deep fake porn now. Ain't that some shit? You get these chicks that they don't go the route of porn, which is an easy way to go, especially if you like fucking. It's an easy route to go, right? You get these chicks that say, "Nah, I'm not doing that. I'm gonna go out work hard. I'm gonna do all this shit," and then they take their face and put it on a porn. And now you're watching that chick get busy. Now it's not actually her, but do we fucking care? In your head, just saying that's her. You know, and then you got ex-boyfriends taking pictures of their ladies, putting them on porn. The one good thing that that has done is it allows the actual perpetrator to go, that's not me. Oh, you, know you mean saying? the person who is it? The, the actress? You got too many windows open, man. Close some of your windows. <laughs> yeah, I got You're a getting lot blurry right now. now. Yeah, so I can long. tell. You start to get blurry and shit. Mm-hmm. Look at you clear up as you close all those fucking windows. You're probably the same kind of dude that leaves the door open when you walk out of a room. No. You know, when they're like, what do you live in a barn? That's you. You live in a fucking no. barn. You leave all your no, windows open. No, don't. 
Splash says, Gen X talk. We don't care about feelings. Yeah, man. Fuck your feelings. That was always fuck your feelings. I think that was on a shirt. <laughs> bro says, bro12002 says, we need to double down on the core values the countries were founded on. Yes, they were great principles when applied. Listen, man, you got to have the idea. Mm-hmm. You know, you got to have the idea that we all strive for in a sense. And even if you don't like it all, you still have to understand that that's, the, that's where we live. You understand what I'm saying? This is this is where we live. Splash says, I still remember my grandmother's number that had letters in it, but can't remember anything from today. Exactly. I don't know Brian's number. I don't know my mother's number. <laughs> I still remember my I, old number, 784-8511. I know your number. number. I know your number. 347. 233. 0 that's three four seven two two three zero eight eight four. Um, bro, we're fucked up, yo. Bro says there, there it is no at the bottom. Deep. If anybody wants to send dick pics, nah, 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 any nah, anything like that, nah, 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 dick pics, that, calls, delete whatever, that, whatever, whatever you delete want. Delete that. Delete that. I still gotta get a paycheck. Motherfucker, try to get me fired. <laughs> delete that shit, man. <laughs> Uh, fucking guys trying to get me fired. You over there safe in San Francisco? <laughs> safe in San Francisco. Yeah, right. Said yeah. no one ever. <laughs> uh, scroll back up, man. All right, here we go. Bro says that is going to be another scam, the scam of the century. If it passes, if you think COVID was bad, reparations is going to be worse. Dude, like I said, I just don't agree. There's nobody alive today that deserves it. You're muted again. It's your wire, bro. It's 100% the wire. Touching the table or anything. I know, but I'm just, I'm just saying it's, it's, it's a wire. I didn't even touch the wire to put it back on. I know. But I'm just probably the wire. I'm gonna get a new wire. How about that? How about I just get a new wire? I'll figure it out. All right. Because now you're on the other mic. Am I right now? Mm-hmm. What were you waiting for to tell me that? I was waiting for you to get done ranting. Uh, always fucking with me, man. There's no reason this shit should not be on. You know what I gotta do? I just gotta get the other mic. What mic is that? Yeah, I mean, now I have to use the other. There's another. It has like a. There you go. Now I can't hear you at all. I got to get an XLR because that's another uh, input. Right now I'm using the input from the old like phones into a whatchamacallit. I got to get the XLR. They're not going to stop us, yo. You know, they're not going to stop us. Uh, Big Head. Big Head, what's up, baby? How you doing? Long time no see. Welcome back. Uh, gee, Big Head is, uh, is my boy that has been helping doing some of the clips. So he's, oh, he's, a, he's a big fan of the show and has been, uh, uh, has well, been running, running through some of our stuff with us. Well, now I didn't know, but I'm a big fan of yours. Thank you for working with us, man. See, Brian doesn't tell me anything. And I'm not really mad at him because I, I do keep myself on a need-to-know kind of basis. Ignorance is still bliss for me. Michelle says feelings wasn't invented yet. Yeah, I mean, I'm, they were there, but nobody gave a fuck. 
you were allowed to have them, you know, when you're listening to like uh faithfully or or like fucking, you know, one of those crazy fucking ballads. You were allowed to have feelings, you weren't allowed to show it. I knew I knew like shit was really getting soft when I went to my old neighborhood one day and I heard a dude blasting out of his truck, baby. I will love you till you're 70. And he was blasting, and I'm like, hmm, the hood just ain't the same. And here's the thing: I'm not saying I don't love that song. I do, but even till this day, the windows are up when I play it. I'm not letting motherfuckers hear me jamming that shit and singing along with it, man. I got a reputation mm -hmm. to uphold. Fucking people. They all want to be accepted and they did nothing great, nothing good at all. Why, why should we think you're cool? You've done nothing. Mm -hmm. Go risk your life and make some mistakes. Make us fucking, you know, go fuck yourself. How about that? King Handle says you can't, you can't load braises on and live stream. You're saying because of the connection, yeah, the connection no, issue. I know that's what he's doing, yo. He's watch. He's a gape watcher, I think. I think Brian watches a lot of gaping videos. Splash 1976 says, "Fuck your feelings" is what we heard from our parents. Yep. Uh, we also heard, "I'll give you a reason to cry." Yes. We also heard, "If I yeah. want to hear from you, I'll ask you a question." Yep. We also heard, "Get the fuck out of the house and don't come back till dinner." We also heard, "Go to your fucking room and don't come <laughs> out." We also heard, "Wait till your father comes home." Which was a big thing. <laughs> yeah. I got all these, dude. I had all they those. I had all say, those in wait my till house. Your father comes home anymore because 90% of the fathers don't come home, at least in lower income neighborhoods. And that's whether you're black, white, Spanish in a lower income neighborhood. I'm not even picking the colors, I'm picking the income. If you have lower income, one of your big problems is the family's fucked up. And listen, I did the same thing, but I, I still stay very connected with my kids. But man, that family, you got to keep that family together as, as good as you can. And that's coming from a dude who failed at it. Um, uh, Brian, take down his number, Brian. It's still uh, up. Take it I got, down. I man. think I got to go to YouTube to do it. Bro says they are saying that bro said they are saying that uh -huh, uh -huh. they are doing for the blacks, but they are going to get the short end of the stick like they always have gotten. Yes, man, before they put in welfare and all these things, the black and Spanish communities were doing much better. People don't want to admit it, but it's fucking true because they've hooked up, they've hooked up a, a, a thing of you're more and you're more insensitive, you're more the incentive is to not work. Even now, unemployment I heard is crazy. You get paid pretty good on the unemployment now. Mm -hmm. I know people who won't get jobs because they're paying them too much money. They won't take the job because the job puts them over the threshold uh, of what they need to yeah, make to collect usually, from the government. Are they on and social like, security? No, it's usually stuff like food stamps. Oh, oh well, yeah. The then you're just working no the system. Stamp. Yeah, exactly. that's working the system. Close some of those fucking windows. You keep <laughs> fucking still going? freezing, man. Uh, Michelle says, my, my grand, what's that? My Grandma's. GM, my grandma's, grandma's. RA1 1988. Mine was 2743382. Oh, the numbers. Yeah, you could remember RA1. I do remember RA1. I remember the RA1 numbers. Wow. Was that, it's probably, uh, I wonder what the RA stood for. Ravens, Ravenswood, maybe? Hmm. Uh, I'm not sure. Ravenswood Association splashes. Stop letting the cats work on the mic. Messed up. <laughs> Mama don't twerk, man. 
All right. <laughs> she slam dances. <laughs> she spares. She spears, yeah. All good, homie. Big heads, man. Splash. Nice to know we got people laughing out there, man. <laughs> oh, damn. We got a couple of fucking comments here. Uh, bro says, we have standards today, Gary. Windows up on certain tunes. Yes. That's all I'm saying, dude. I listen to everything. Everything. But, motherfucker, this is the hood. All right? Roll those windows up. Put that shit down a little bit to, like, 10. You know? Or play that shit in your house. In your house, you could jam it as loud as you want. But still close the windows. Uh, King Handel says, I remember I interrupted my mother when she was talking to a friend in the mall. She slapped me so hard, my mouth went numb. Nobody helped me. Nor should anybody help now, you. Now, King Handles, let me ask you this. Were, were you at Boscov's with our other friends? Were you, were, was your mother talking to our other friend's mom at the mall? Because I'm thinking that's probably what, what happened. Is you were at the mall. Our friend's mom worked at that one store. They were catching up. You said some shit. She slapped you. Just curious if that's, if that's what happened. It's still blurry. So you could talk about my mic, but at least I'm clear and beautiful. Um, Michelle says, I'm sitting here shaking my head to all Gary is saying what our parents said to us. Kids are supposed to be seen and not heard was another parental saying, yes, kids should be seen and not heard. You know, kids should be seen and not heard. One of the biggest problems now is we got kids that are acting like adults and adults that are acting like children. Dude, everything has switched. You hear shit coming from the, you hear shit coming from the government. They're talking about, you need to listen to your child. Go fuck yourself. My child needs to listen to me. They're both grown now. They can do whatever they want. But when I was, my kids needed to listen to me. I don't give a fuck. I'll listen to what you're saying, but I might not hear you. That's all I'm saying. What the fuck parents need to listen to their children? There's one lady out there saying that before you change your kid, you should ask for their consent. One of these new doctors out there, she wrote a whole thing on it. You could probably find it up. You could probably find it. Saying that you should ask for consent to change your child. What? It's a fucking baby. Okay, it's a baby. I don't want to change his diaper any more than it wants me to change its shitty ass. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Bitch is talking about it'll let you know. Yeah, it'll let you know that it needs to be changed when you smell shit or piss on it. That's how it's letting you know. You don't need to ask the kid for it to give you a coup that sounds like it's giving you consent. Gotta hmm. ask consent. I'm the fucking parent. Are you fucking okay? So, so I'm gonna go to uh, this article. Um, so there's a controversial case that sparked a national debate on sexual consent. Uh, this is from Australia too, right? So there was a rape case with this guy, Saxon Mullins. Uh, what does this have to do with what we were just saying? Okay, go ahead. It, it does. So just, okay. you go know, ahead. see, you know, this is really the problem I have with your generation is I'm trying to just set up a story and you're just too well, impatient to wait to get to it, dude. Is that you tell very estrogen stories. I do. Get all I it. All I said was, Get this is a, a rape case that... Stop saying that word. You're not even allowed to say that <laughs> word on fucking YouTube. Because apparently that doesn't happen anymore. Now people get graped. Uh, okay, so uh, Saxon Mullins uh, was a man who walked free after being accused of raping uh, her in an alleyway behind the Sydney nightclub exposed a systemic problem with New South Wales sexual consent laws. So this woman that you're talking about put out a book, right? And in this book, she said that you don't actually ask your baby, but you you wait for verbal commitment, right? To start to get them in the habit of 
of of of verbal and and, and physical cues. Uh-huh. Verbal commitment from a baby. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, that, that, I heard that's what you do with the gerbils too. I heard the gerbils are all very consenting. They get they give they give some sort of verbal communication to let you know they're ready to go up your fucking bunghole. Michelle says yes, it's the for Ravenswood. Kim. Kim. And Kim. What's up, Kim? That's your aunt? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You I met her at the wedding. Yes, yeah, you I, met her at the wedding. Yeah. I wasn't gonna I wasn't gonna blow her up by saying that she was related to you. I wasn't gonna throw her under the bus. <laughs> <laughs> uh King Handles, most likely. Uh, Kim agrees, roll those windows up, man. You know, Splash says, get to it, youngin. Listen, man, my attitude is lit. My, you want to know something crazy, too? Uh, Mark had showed me, uh, Mark had saw a meme. My boy, Ciro, who's probably in the back listening quietly. I don't know. But he showed me a meme of, like, uh, Archie Bunker from Family Guy. Right? You know Archie what I'm talking Bunker about? Archie Bunker from Family Guy? I mean, not Family Guy. All in the family. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm talking about? The racist, that racist show back in the day? Yeah, I know I love that show. All right. So you got Archie Bunker, right? And mm-hmm. then you got, you got George Jefferson when he was doing the Jeffersons. Mm-hmm. And then there was some other dude, and all those dudes were like my age mm. when they were doing that. Oh, uh, when they were doing the show. Yeah. They look fucking old as shit. Now I know why I used to think people were old when they were in the 40s. Oh, and Red Fox. Mm-hmm. Ah, I knew Cyril was in the background. I felt your energy, my brother. I felt your energy. And Red Fox. They were all like our age, mine mm-hmm. and Mark's age. The motherfuckers look old as shit. Now I know why I used to think people in their 40s were old. Right. Because they looked fucking old. Right. We don't look like that no more. Well, dude, the life expectancy was a lot longer, you know? Or I'm sorry, it was a lot shorter back then. But, you know, honestly, dude, and, I, and I've, you know, I've had this opinion before. You know, I don't, you know, I think a lot of the times when people get like cancer and stuff, like post 70, post 65, like 80, we're not really meant to live that long. The reason that we have that life expectancy is because life is so comfortable now. People used to die 65, 50, 45, you know, just from life because it was a, a difficult thing. But as it's gotten well, I mean, easier, go to, go to all of this times, they used to live to like 700. Yeah, dude. Yeah. You know, do you think they were, do you think was, was Pfizer? Could you imagine was Pfizer? Could you imagine living 700 fucking years? How many episodes do you think we can do? <laughs> 700 years, dude. Welcome to episode 3 million. <coughs> this is 173, dude. We're about to hit, we're, we're going to hit 200 pretty soon, which is oh, nuts. Shit. That's nuts, man. <laughs> going to have to throw a party. <laughs> I don't want to do no build up to it. Because every time I do build ups, that's where it ends. Mm-hmm. So it said they worked from the young back then, age faster from that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you think that's what it was? Oh, 100%, dude. You know, King Handle says, fuck it, let's go back to clubs and arrows. Gotta shorten that lifespan. Well, I forgot who it was. I think it was, uh, who was it? Albert Einstein, who said uh, he doesn't know what the fourth world war will be, fo- uh, what the third world war will be fought with. But the fourth world war will be fought with sticks and stones. You, my friend, back, are not a stone. <laughs> you, my friend, are not a stone. That's exactly how I said it. 
for two days a week. Very impressive. And actually, we just started the two days a week. We we uh we used to just go whenever the fuck we could hook up. We finish the show and be like, yo, when can you do it again? And you'd be like, I don't know. I'll hit you up in two days and let you know. And then we would just wind up hooking up. Mm -hmm. I'll be there for episode 9-11. Yo. Yeah, you know 9-11, we'll have to go deep on 9-11, which not for nothing. I just saw a video the other day speaking of 9-11 where they were showing a whole bunch of clips from the news because, you know, they were reporting it as it happened. But now there's mm -hmm. a lot of things that they reported that got taken down and was never shown again. And they were showing a whole bunch of people who said there was no plane, that they never saw a plane hit the building at all. They're sitting there going, there was no plane. I was looking up and it just exploded. Hmm. And there's a lot of them. Like they got a lot of them. A lot of fucking people being interviewed saying that that second building, they said there was no plane. They didn't see no plane. Hmm. You find Harley Guy? Who's Harley Guy? I I, I obviously I haven't found him. Uh Themor says 9-11, the great American Psy Opera, Ace Baker. Operation. Huh. Uh King Ham says it's too early, this 9-11 conspiracies. It is too early. Well, we can't start we're in November. On, we're only at, we're only on one oh we're only on one ninety something, one eighty something, or whatever you just said. What are we on? One seventy eight? 73 73 now terrible you said that five minutes ago and i didn't remember it yeah my my testimony ain't worth shit your brain is mush Did this is why eyewitness proof is the weakest proof yeah yeah well you remember we were talking about that last week right themor says got your no planes in there been a no planer for 20 rough years yeah yeah fake 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 <laughs> I always said that too. I always said a plane doesn't leave a cartoon kind of hole. You know what I'm saying? Like if you look at the shape of the hole when oh, it went yeah, in, it yeah, it's a very like a plane. Shaped it hole. was very, it was very like fucking uh Wally Coyote. You know. Um, but we were talking the other day about uh, I mean, the last podcast, we were talking about um, you know, eye testimony, right? Yep. Have you ever did that shit where you're walking down the street? Right, you're just walking down the street. There's not a lot of people walking around, and you see someone across the street, and you look at them, and then you ask yourself, "I'm so stupid. I do this shit." You ask yourself, "Now, what if that person, as you walk by them, right, mur just finished murdering somebody, right?" And then they come up to you and they say, "Did you see anybody?" And you say, "You, yeah, I saw somebody." So I'll let them walk past me, and then I'll sit there and I'll say. In my head, yeah, I saw them, and they'll be like, "What was he wearing?" And I'll try to remember. Oh, what he was oh, 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 oh! I see what you're saying. It's a little game you play with yourself in the street. It's almost like yeah. when you when you get to the door, you put the key in to try to get in before the robber. To comes. try to get away before, yes, mm -hmm. yes. And I never remember what they're wearing. Mm -hmm. I'm never able to explain what they were wearing. From Which is funny because you're actually telling I'm yourself, trying. "Yeah, you're like I'm literally going to look at them and then try to remember, and then you don't." Crazy man. Mm -hmm. Crazy. Uh, Harley Guy did a Fox News interview day that day. Tells you the official story. I got it here if you want to watch it. We're you in it, watch right? it. Yeah, we're yeah, in it. Yeah, we're in it. Oh, they're not gonna let us. Oh, oh. Uh, for Fox. I'll, I'll I'll let it load a little bit. 
the internet yeah. is is running a little slow right we'll now. We'll go to the comments. Splash nineteen seventy six says, "I work cleaning up the HVAC system in buildings next to the pit. A plane definitely hit one building because we saw the landing gear stuck in the building we were in." Um, they were saying the second building. I don't know about the first, but I know that the interviews were saying the second building. Uh, he is wearing a Harley shirt. That's the Harley guy. That's the guy. Uh, I got over all here. Right, yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. Splash says, "No way a plane wheel." should have been where it was in the building. I'll agree with that too. I mean, I don't know where it was, but. I'll agree with that. Yeah, but I'm just saying, I, I would agree with that. If it was in the building, it shouldn't have made it in the building, which was the point I was trying to make with the whole thing with the other one, that there should have been evidence of the plane outside of the building. The plane is not going to go mm -hmm. directly through. It's going to get damaged. Mm -hmm. Half of that shit's going to stay outside at least, you know, mm -hmm. um, at least that's what I think. I'm not, a professor or anything so before anybody starts it before somebody else starts saying how stupid i am uh you know whatever <laughs> bro 12002 says you guys are cute when you get caddy you remind me of a gay couple i know <laughs> and speaking of which i want to give a shout out to buttery moves who left us a hundred comments about how gay me and gary are the phones for gay man who who gay men host rated gay podcasts Dear Brian, I received a complaint about how gay you and your co-hosts are. Your gayness. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Before we go on, do we know this person or no? I, I'm assuming it's it's one of my friends or something, <laughs> or or it's somebody who hates me because they spent a lot of time, dude. They wrote a lot of. Oh, yeah, there's like 30 this. comments, dude. Wait, wait, wait let's see. <laughs> you want it? Yeah, we'll go through. We'll go through yeah, them. All. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can you, can you, can you see them? They make. No, you gotta zoom in. You gotta zoom in a little more. There you go. They make phones for gay men who host rated gay podcasts. I'll never <laughs> understand that. Dear Brian, I received a complaint about how gay you and your co-host are. Your gayness on the rated gay podcast should not interfere with your straight neighbors just trying to live a gay-free life. <laughs> your straight neighbors. <laughs> She's going to send you out of the little gay basement and host your, little, your gay little podcast in. I feel like they know you. Yeah, they do. And they're also commenting on every single video. They're relating it to how we're gay. You got better <laughs> from Family Guy. Dumb old men. Me and my co-hosts were smart, young, and gay too. That's why we made the Rated Gay Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Don't get mad at me. I made the Rated Gay Podcast. We need to protect the gays. That's why we made the Rated Gay Podcast. <laughs> The one thing I lack in my life is being straight. So I cashed in on how gay I am by creating the rated gay podcast. <laughs> <laughs> All the episodes of the rated gay podcast are funded by the gay vermin. <laughs> gayest oh dude this is the gayest moment on the rated gay podcast i gotta see what he thinks the, gay, the gayest moment is <laughs> oh my god oh my god that is great stuff man oh man uh here oh, here god. is the gayest is moment great. on the show it's just that I'm gonna check up because I know now I gotta go get that colon off. Amara, <laughs> <laughs> yo, Wazoo. Do what you gotta do. I'm gonna do what you gotta do. <laughs> I just didn't do it. I'm just terrible with that. Ah, shit, I love this dude. Uh, I fucking, what's his name? 
Uh, buttery moves, one sixty three. Which is probably one of the gayest fucking tags, but you know yeah. what, buttery, buttery. Big up to buttery. I give you a a large rated G shout out. All right. Pew, 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 pew. <laughs> that, that literally made my day, yo. Oh, that was such a good fucking. And he has a bunch. He has more. That shit keeps yeah. going. Uh, I think no. I think we. I think if we read the last. Oh no no no. Hold on hold on. No no oh, yeah. There's man. no. There's more, dude. There's 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 more. Oh man, are you guys enjoying this as much as I am? <laughs> Is it just me? Oh shit! We gotta make those shirts. We gotta uh, do our LGB shirts. Rated gay. I don't think the gays exist. Rated gay podcast. He wanted to do Ollie Gay style on the Rated Gay podcast. Ollie Gay style, like the Ollie Gay, like the Ollie uh, G. Uh, uh. There's a gay man ripping another gay man's pants on the Rated Gay podcast. Normal gay thinking. <laughs> there are no gays. There are just two homies not gay on the Rated Gay Coincidence <laughs> podcast. <laughs> Yo, oh, this dude must be like me. He must have no job and sleep all day. And they're oh all within God. they're all within the same couple minutes. Yeah. yeah. When you're standing next to gays, you're standing in the <laughs> rated gay podcast room. <laughs> when it comes to being gay, God said it's in the rated gay podcast. <laughs> Oh man, I love this guy. That's fucking great. Mm, they're conjuring up the gays. They're on the Rated Gay podcast. Oh, I thought I think that's when we're talking about conjuring up spirits. Great. Yes, yeah, Rated Gay podcast. There's several that just say Rated Gay podcast. Uh, rated, yeah, rated, rated G for gay. No, I think this is when he was starting. I think he was going into it, and then he got he got going. Oh, he's, he got better as he went on. Okay, yeah. cool. That even that that makes me like him even more. The fact that he even got better and not worse. That's great, man. All right, let's go back to some of the comments real quick. That was fucking great. Oh, my God. Uh, oh, man, bro, you're the best. That, that fucking comment led us someplace. Uh, go, all right, let's next comment, man. Uh, Gato, what's up, baby? I don't remember much as he wears another one. Yes. Themor says aluminum versus steel, density of materials, tank versus beer can. Exactly. King Handel says if there was a 9-11 conspiracy, Trump would have tweeted it out already. <laughs> Probably. Themor says this guy is going to love the gerbil costume. <laughs> <coughs> Traveling Runner says, oh, that's what the G and rated G stands for. It's open to suggestions. Uh, Splash 1976. Yes, enjoying it. So am I. Gato says... The commenter must have deep and strong inside knowledge of the gay mindset and community and experience. Yes. It's either someone you know or someone that really hates us, which is either way, it's great. Either way, it's still somebody we know. <laughs> either way, it's great. No, I think, I, think I know. I think it's just one of my boys. Oh, man. I really hope it's someone who, like, hates us. I'm hoping it's, like, our only gay follower. We're going we're gonna to start getting hate mail. 
Uh, we've I've already, already gotten, gotten some. some. You don't remember when we played that thing where that dude got mad at me for uh, saying 9-11 was a conspiracy and he was like, someone needs to punch him in his fucking face. He left a message at AC Jokes. He called up my bosses. <laughs> yes, dude, that's right. Homeboy called up my bosses. And you can hear the cars going by. So, you know, he pulled over, found the number to AC Jokes, and just left a message on how I should get fucked up and I should get punched in the face and they shouldn't hire me no more. I invited him on the show. Mm-hmm. He never can't, you know, he never responded. Mm. You know, but uh, where are we at? Big shout outs to Butter Moves. Exactly. Exactly, man. Splash 1976. <laughs> Splash. Splash. Now, well, hold on, hold on. Gato had, a, Gato had a question. Now we are all gay for the day. I. I guess I got more women followers than I thought. <laughs> Splash says that's a fan from Christopher Street. <laughs> I'm pretty sure you meant Christopher. Sounds like a scorned lover at Gary. Did you toot it and boot it? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like they were going harder at Brian than they were at me. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. It was my. It's, it's definitely one of my boys. <laughs> And boys, <laughs> that's what it is. It's one of your boys, dude. Someone's trying to out you, man. Rated G for gerbil trust. <laughs> like I said, it's suggestive, you know. Uh, bro, 12 zero zero, come on, man. Building seven, somebody explain building seven and make it make sense. Uh, I think the dude did on the news that day when he said he, they imploded it, they pulled the plug, he said, on the on the news thing which is what they do when they bring down a building. That's what they did to that Trump building over here in AC. They pulled the plug. Uh, got a radar ping on that soundboard, Gator. Silverstein. Gato says it's the guy who shit on your doorstep. Oh, is that who it is? That's funny. And uh, judging by what all the comments, it probably fell right out. Dude, you want, the, no, you no, the thing, dude, the, thing, the thing about it is that so I studied it, right? Because You're I was like, blurry, is, this, man. is this human or is this is this did you really study it, dude? Yeah, dude. I studied oh it because I wanted God. to know if it was a dog or a human. And you know what, dude? Buttery, was, buttery it might was be on hand balled like a snowball. <laughs> like a meeple. Dude. Like a, a snowball. Yeah. Yeah. There was even breadcrumbs on it, which I thought was a little overboard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you like that one, huh? Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, that got him. I got him. That might have been one of my foulest. The foulest jokes I've ever had. Yes, he's done, dude. He can't even listen to me because he's he was so disgusted and appalled, appalled and disgusted, disgusted and appalled, disgusted and appalled. Me bald breadcrumbs. Um, yeah, don't man. What's up, Sean? Um, yeah, Mark. I know you're probably still listening. Do not send me a picture of your dump. He's saying the other day how he's doing better with his dumps. He's gonna send me a picture of it. I'm like, don't. Don't do it, man. He studied it, Gato. So in your studies, what did you find? I found 
Other than the breadcrumbs. <laughs> I found that it was actually a combination of beef. <laughs> I got to pour my nose now, man, because I can't swallow. And lamb. The best kind of meatballs. The tri-blend. No, man, don't do it. I'm not going to do it, man. I was going to say I'm not going to talk to you if you do, but then that'll make you do it. Um, bro, bro says uh, right after that, we got the Patriot Act. Another thing we were scared into and we're no safer today, as a matter of fact. I think we're worse off today with the border issues. Well, I don't know who said it, but somebody once said, um, you know, if we give up our rights for the protection of, for the protection of the government, we will neither get the protection or will we have our rights? Um, I'm paraphrasing. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, Gato says stool sample. Did you take it to the lab? Did you take it to the lab, dog? Did you did you put it in a baggie? Gato says I'm tasting it and smelling it right now. Gross, gross, fucking gross. And listen. Uh, we're having like two conversations right now. This I know, is great. I know, I know. Uh, uh, nah, nah, nah. BBC reporting Building 7 falling 20 minutes before it did. Eight live stations said it collapsed before it did. Dude, these are things that people never want to look at. They're not going to, you know, they're just going to be like, all right. They don't care. You know, they just want to believe the narrative, man. Uh, Gato says, ha, 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 get him, Mark. Do not get me, Mark. And, and Gato, don't get no ideas of your own. As a matter of fact, you haven't sent me anything in a while. So if I get any kind of picture from you, it won't be open. 347. Uh, <laughs> any picture, send it to 347-233-0884. Oh, uh, Gato Gordo says he needs a fan and a towel now. Go fuck yourself. All right? He's referring to when I get tattooed. Oh. Because when I get tattooed, I have to have a fan blowing directly in my face, and I need a bunch of paper towels to drip for all the sweat that's gonna pour out of me. And I need my lollipops to get the sugar. Is it a is level. it a stress like a stress sweat? Is that what it I, is? I think it's well, I think it's the sugar level drop from my from body stress. kicking into kicking into whatever it kicks into when you start stress. to get tattooed. Yeah, I guess. Okay, now I know why they think we're gay. Uh, King Handel says nine and eleven are both odd numbers. Uh oh, uh oh. King Handel is about to get on some numerology shit. Subtract one from each, and you get an even number. Even numbers are divisible by two. The government doesn't want you to know this. That's the deepest shit I've heard all day. Sean said, what the fuck? <laughs> That's a, yo. Gato Gordo says, kept a little peace just to keep investigating. Listen, man, I think uh, I think, I think, think someone was on to it. Keep the nausea away. I think somebody was on to it when they said that it's a scorned lover. I think it's one of his scorned San Franciscan lovers mm -hmm. that he hooked up one night while uh, his trusting wife was away making the money. And uh, he was out there, you know, putting his foot underneath the, uh, underneath the, uh, what do they call those? The when you, when you when you go to the bathroom, the stalls. Uh -huh. Is that what they do? They put their foot under the stall and then you tap the foot, and that how it goes. I forgot what movie I saw that in. 
<laughs> Maybe the G stands for gay. They might that dude might be onto something, man. Maybe he just outed us to ourselves. Uh <laughs> Gato says, just as important as the other facts y'all are stating. Good shit handles. Yeah, man. I mean, listen. Listen, man. All it definitely didn't listen. I can't tell you exactly what happened. All I can say is it didn't happen the way they want us to believe it happened. And people just don't want to believe that. You know how these content creators are. It was the gerbil, 100%. I don't actually think of us as content creators. Would you call this content? Yeah, I mean, that's what they call it now. I mean, the content creator term is is new. Uh, but like what I do for my business outside of this, it's yeah. Content creation. I call yeah, video. Yeah. I, I say I'm a video producer though, because I don't want to sound it like sounds a, better. Yeah. You don't sound as much of a douche. Now, if you could only do anything about your looks, uh, Kato says lazy eye Brown made some enemies with his better catalytic converter shenanigans. <laughs> lazy eye Brown. <laughs> Oh, lazy eye. <laughs> you bet. Lazy eye, Brian. <laughs> Don't say it in the comments, man. Share it. Uh, bro, 12002 says, dude, you're really a strange bird with bright feathers, Gary. <laughs> really? Towels and a fan? Dude, listen. It's not like something that I, like I originally went in there and said you have to do this. After getting tattooed a number of times by my boy Gato, we, we started making adjustments so that I wouldn't look like he was murdering me. I'm sure you know he I'm probably made the adjustments for As you. As we went along. Yeah. Right. And, none, and of them, none, up, of, none of them were from you. <laughs> no, and I didn't pick up on the candy thing until someone told me, dude, the reason why you probably get nauseous is because when your body kicks into that defense mode, right. you probably got a sugar drop. Right. Try eating so, and I started eating the lollipops. And listen, Gato, can't we say I got a little better? I got a little better. I sit a little better, you know. Even though I haven't gone in a long time, and I don't plan to go back because they hurt more as you get older. Uh, Themor says you two are influences moving up the ladder. I I wouldn't even say that an influencer. Who can I influence, man? I hope nobody's actually listening to me. Thank you, Gato. I did get a lot better. Thank you. I appreciate you for recognizing. I mean, I still get some sweat, but I, I don't get nauseous anymore. I used to get nauseous. I used to have to stop and go throw up and then come back. Gay. <laughs> Listen, if by gay he means happy, another word that they stole, all right, gay used to just mean happy. All right. Yeah. The gay people nowadays don't look so gay. You know, none of them are happy. They used to be a much happier people. I don't remember them yelling so much. You know. What? 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 No, dude, I was just looking for that sound effect. Downloaded it during the show, and I was just waiting <laughs> to fucking put it in. What? Oh, the, the sound, gay? The, yeah, this one. Yeah, yeah, this the, this one, yeah. <laughs> gay! <laughs> Sean says in the Flintstones theme song, they say we'll have a gay old time. I and, always knew. 
<laughs> I always knew Barney and him were fucking banging. Everybody thinks Barney was the bottom, but I heard that's not the fact. Mm. I heard Fred was actually the bottom. Really? That's what I heard. Mm. And I heard I heard that uh that um what you call it uh the wives used to get it on too. Oh, they're into tribbing, right? Did they invent tribbing? What's tribbing? It's when you when when you when you it's like scissoring, I believe. You want the exact definition? Of what? What's it called? Tribbing. See, if I was in the fifth grade right now, I would know what that meant. Uh-huh. They didn't. They, they, they never taught me that. Uh-huh. The original rated G moments. Now, queen. Uh, whoa, this is a graphic image, dude. Whoa, whoa, you can't show whoa. That. whoa, whoa, Come whoa. On, this is a children's fucking show. Well, it is rated that. G for gay. Uh, whoa, whoa, whoa. What the hell is that? Uh, tribalism. uh, in which a woman this- rubs her vulva against her part, her partner's body for sexual stimulation. Vulva de vulva rubbing. Vulva de vulva. But that looked like a dude in the picture. Well, I'm just guessing. Maybe he doesn't identify as one. <laughs> Splash says, gay is out of style. You got to be a transformer now. <laughs> as my man Tate would say, transformer used to be a guy. Um, Big up to Tate Winston. We got to get him back on the show. Uh, Timor 76 says... Saw you breakdance bit last night, undefeated. Did you watch the special? Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, oh, I mean, big up to you, man. Oh, yo, I saw this dude's special last night on Netflix, man. And mm-hmm. I very rarely watch comedy, but um, I'm a fan of this dude. This Mexican, I think he's Mexican. Mm-hmm. Hold on, uh, hold on, let me get it. Is it uh? Is it is it someone with an R? It's like I a short short kid. Ralph Ralph Babosa. Yeah, bro. He's it's called Kawabunga. It's called Kawabunga, and it was fucking great. I looked at this dude and I was like, "Yeah, this kid's fucking good, man. He's yep. really good. He's he's yeah. he's he's great, dude. That's that's when you said Mexican kid. That's this is the, this is the kid I thought of. He's he's fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. I've been following he, him he, for a while, dude. Up, yeah, I was oh, gonna be I, out I, here. I got some of his clips and shit. Mm-hmm. That dude is really funny. I thought the special uh, was just good, man. Very, very well put together, man. It was really good. His callbacks are amazing. Um, yeah, it's fucking good, man. But yo, big up to you. And uh, I don't do that bit no more. I only did that bit. I came up with that bit. I came up with that bit maybe two, maybe a week before the show. I came up with mm-hmm. that bit and then I did it. And then after that, I didn't do it this way. Anybody who watches the special, you'll get to see something that I don't do. I don't do pretty much any of those jokes. Any, I don't do any of those jokes anymore. But that joke, I stopped doing right after mm-hmm. the special. And all the other ones, I kind of built into actual real bits. Because most of that stuff I did the first. I was like the first or second time I did it. I came up with it for the first show. And then I redid it for the second show. And we, me and Brian combine them uh let's go back to some of these comments but big up to you man i appreciate that i hope you liked it i actually don't so if you didn't like it don't worry you're not alone um uh gato godo says he heard 
What's that referring to? He heard. Uh, Splash 1976 says Lakata is watching that cartoon porn. Bang, I watched bang, cartoon bang, porn bang, for a little bang. while. I used to like the cartoon porn. Really? What uh, what character? Like the Flintstones, a Family Guy. Or I, Simpsons I is popular too, dude. I, I, I don't, I don't jerk off to them, but I find them very interesting. <laughs> you like the art? Yeah, I, like, I just like the fact of watching like fucking Meg getting banged out by fucking uh, what the two friends. What um, weirds me out, dude, is when I see that stuff, I think about who made this. <laughs> Right? What weirdo made this? That's the crazy shit. Bam, bam. Oh, yeah. I've watched Bam, bam, and What's an Name Get Busy, too. But they, theirs, they were of age. They weren't little kids. And mm. Pebbles. Yeah, Bam, bam, and Pebbles. Uh, <laughs> glad you're laughing, man. I'm glad we're not alone here, man. Timor, yeah. Gato says he's hilarious. The dealer jail jokes are killer. Yeah, man. He says that uh he has oh I'm gonna say none of his jokes man check out check out the fucking special it's yeah, really there's, good there's the link to Netflix it's really good I don't even know this dude you know what I'm saying like never met him don't have a don't have a dog in a fight I just share what I think is good man and 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 he deserves to shine so I know you ain't got to tell me I know am I on the good mic or the bad mic bad mic. What? All right, I'm back. Um, how long I've been doing stand up? Going on ten years. You're still on the bed, Mike. Eleven, if you add the first time I actually did it, but I did it once, and then I didn't do it for like a full year, and then I got into it. So uh, you're on the bed. You're on the bed, Mike. When you were younger, um, nah. I mean, I was able to relate to a lot of the shit he was doing. But nah, I think he's a very original, just an original dude telling his story. And it's great. He tells a lot of great stories and he brings it all back. He has a lot of great callbacks. Um, it was good. He actually let me know I got a lot of work to do. Um, you're, you're on the bad mic, bro. Don't worry. You're better looking. Can you not hear me either? Bad mic, bad mic, bad mic. I don't hear you. Why don't I hear you? Yeah, yeah I don't know. I don't muted? know why you don't hear me. No, you're, your shit's fucked up. What's going on here? Yeah. My, I don't yeah. hear you, Brian. I can't hear you. It's you, not me. It's, it's me? you. It's you. It is not me. It is okay. you. Okay. Hold on. Or are you not talking? Is that what it I'm is? I'm talking, dude. It's everyone everyone can hear me. You can't. Shut up. It's you. And you tell, he's telling me to shut God. up and he can't even hear me. That's why I hate him so much. He hates me. I don't think he hates me. I love Gary. And that's why. Ugh. All right. I'm back. I'm back. Oh my God, that was painful. Yeah, that was painful, man. All that time I was talking, nothing. You heard yeah, nothing, I'm saying right? you're on the bad mic. You're on the bad mic, and then you, and then it's, every time I said you're on the bad mic, you would go to the next comment, and I'd be like, this fucking guy. I was like, can uh, you not hear me or, or 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 what? No, I couldn't hear anything you were saying because for some reason they have my Yeti as the fucking speakers. Oh, um, oh yeah, you can plug your headphones into the Yeti. I think. Yes, I know. I can. Yeah, okay. yeah I don't. Mm -hmm. Uh. All right, so what was the last thing I said? I, I commented that he's hilarious, right? Uh, yeah, he said, does he remind you of when yeah, you were yeah, younger? Yeah, yeah, you're better looking. Better looking. And, Thank you. And then your mic went out and Gato said, yeah. you hate me. <laughs> he hates you, Brian. <laughs> Tell him. <laughs> King Hannah says, Gary, thoughts on YouTube comedy skit makers calling themselves comedian? They're not. My thoughts are very clear on that. Neither are these actors who uh, now, you know, they're still on strike, if I'm correct. And they do comedy acting and they're great doing comedy acting, 
but they're coming up trying to do comedy and they're not comedians, you know? And, and I know I'll say this because we have a bunch of, we, we bring a bunch of those people to AC. They will bring a bunch of them because they they'll pack the house, mm-hmm. you know, they'll pack the house. They'll get it packed in, yep, you know, moneymaker. I, I don't get mad because I get to feature and I get to play in front of that crowd. But at the end of the day, you know, I've seen some that were funny, mm-hmm. like that chick that they brought down not too long ago from, uh, from, I think, um, I think she's from Staten Island. Mm-hmm. She was okay. She was okay. You know? Um, but for the most part, they suck. Yeah. I think, I think part of the problem is, is one, they get an audience for something, right? Then they can fill that room. And then there's an expectation of them to be good. And that's not what they are. But I do wow. think it is cool that people got started. Like Susie, for example, got started making funny videos and was like, Oh, I want to do stand up and is now trying to do like trying to be a be a comedian and she's new, fresh, green, you know? So I think it's, you know, I don't really think of the people who come from making Instagram videos. They're not comedians unless they do the the work to then become a comedian. So if it's a different way of them entering the industry, fine. Yeah, that's I'm fine with that. Right. But I'm not going to hate on them. I wouldn't have went at them if they didn't ask me. Mm-hmm. They asked my thoughts, so I gave them. That's not something I would say to go at them because I don't hate the next man's hustle. Right. You know what I'm saying? Unless he's hustling me. Mm-hmm. But, but um, you know, I, I give them credit. They're making, look, they're getting followers. They're doing something right on Instagram and all that shit. But mm-hmm. uh, for the most part, they're not funny. And that's not to say none of them can be funny. I just haven't seen a funny one. And even the ones I've seen, that doesn't mean if they don't work at it, they can't become funny. I mean, obviously, they could put together skits, you mm-hmm. know? Tell him, Brian, it's you. Yeah, I know it's me. It's always me. He does it on purpose. I don't do it on purpose. <laughs> you both won't, but thank you. Thank you, man, for all the encouragement. I need some yeah, encouragement dude, I mean, in my I, life. I think, you know, I we differ a little bit in the opinion of the, like some of the stuff that we'll watch on social media. You know, I like, I like the skits. I think it is really funny, though, how people have created, you know, there's been this new medium of vertical video that w- did not exist. It was an artistic canvas that did not exist prior to two years ago. And yeah, well, no, I think it did. I think it did, but it would be on like living color or those shows. Basically what it did is it allowed anybody to put on those right. shows in smaller. Right. But it, it's also, it's also the, the format and the way to get somebody's attention is different. Like a movie, right? There's a three act structure, hour and a half, right? TV shows, 23 minutes. Again, three act structure, built around commercial breaks, right? Short skits like Chappelle show, you know, it's two minutes, three minutes, you know, built into something. Same thing with SNL. Instagram, however, you need to tell a whole story in 10 to 15 seconds, make it good, and then act. And like, sure, you're shaking your head, dude. There's a lot of shit out there. A lot no, of dumb I know, shit. But-, but dude, how, how many bad paintings are out there, right? That doesn't mean painting is a, is a bad art, but there's shit that people put out that's garbage all the time, right? But that's not to say that there isn't good stuff there, you know? No, it's not to say that at all. I mean, I get caught up in it, but I think it's horrible because I think that mentally, you know, and psychologically, it fucks with us. People and, have no attention span. 
Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? They're given to smaller doses, smaller doses, and in smaller doses, you really can't tell a whole fucking story, which is mm-hmm. why, you know, I don't get upset when people tell me I'm an idiot on the comments or I can't be that dumb because the truth is in 15 seconds, you're hearing a clip out of context, don't know what I'm saying, don't know what I said after it. Mm-hmm. And it does sound dumb when you put it that way. That's why I'm not a big fan of the clips. But I know that, you know, you got to do it. You got you to gotta do it in some way, right? You got to kind of get along in the system some way. You know, mm-hmm. so I conform a little. I let you do the clips and we put the clips out, you know, but I feel like psychologically it's just fucking us up as a society, man. And honestly, even that clip, even that clip we put up that's blowing up. It was 33 seconds. When you look at how long it was watched, usually it's like 24 to 20, 20 26 seconds is the average mm-hmm. watch of that. So even 33 seconds is too much for a person to sit there and watch. Mm-hmm. And honestly, man, that really is one of the <laughs> things that drew me to podcasting, right? Like when Rogan first started doing his show, you know, I mean, there were other people doing podcasts and, and he said it a thousand times. He didn't, he didn't invent it. He just became the most famous at it. But the reason I liked it is because at that time, you know, 2012, 2013, you know, dude, all of this stuff with uh, Purdue Pharma and, and the heroin pumping was dude at its peak, bro. And the mainstream media was not talking about, they were talking about people overdosing, but they weren't tar- talking about what was causing it. And all this information about the FDA, Purdue, dude, all this stuff was out, dude, in like 05, 07, 08. Like I knew all of this stuff, but nobody would talk about it because the way that they built TV, right? And they started yeah, doing yeah. the 24 hours news cycle. Your shit is fucked up. You still got windows open, man? Close yeah. all your fucking windows. Come on, come on. Let's have a conversation. Stop going right to the fucking computer all the time, man. This is another problem with fucking society today. You know? I got nothing open. I'm looking right at you. Right at you. Uh, well, you're not looking at me. Is he looking at me? I'm looking at, well, I'm looking at you on the screen, but the camera's up here. You know, here, here, here. there was a time when you used to bring me flowers. <laughs> this is, yeah, this is gay. Um, see, now, <laughs> now I'm self-conscious about everything we say. Thank you, Butters. Thank you, Butters, for making me self-conscious of every fucking thing I say. Demore says, Dr. G, breaking down the psychological impact of social media. <laughs> I don't know. Listen, that might have been a compliment, but it's hysterical because, yeah, who the fuck? I know nothing. I know nothing. The algorithm has to be worked. It's always the algorithm, isn't it? <laughs> and they also wanted to keep getting high. Don't be all. <laughs> um. But man, you know, it, 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 that's what drew me to do. And that's why I wanted to get into podcasting because there isn't long form conversation like this, dude. I tell people all the time, see, now you're not listening to me. You're reading the comments, you're reading the comments and you're not listening. Demore came at me. He's right. You're right. Demore. You're right. I am projecting. He's sticking up for you. You should be happy. I read the fucking thing. LMAO, Gary bugging out after camera lag. After if Mike goes down every episode, LOL projection. Every fucking episode, man. Yeah, I know. He's not going to get no. What was that position you said? What was the position we looked up? What what position? The one that had that graphic picture. What was that called again? Tripping. Trip tripping. Trib trib tribbing tribbing. Yeah, you're not getting tribbed anytime soon, Brian. With that attitude. You're not getting it anytime soon. So what were you saying just now? You were talking about, uh, I just, listen, I just don't think it's good. People have a short attention span and, and, you know, 
I also right. think like all the oh, hold on, no, 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 no. Let me let, let, let me get on on to my point, right? So you know, I I. I think honestly, it was done by design, right? Mainstream media doing the two talking head back to forth, back and forth, saying a point, saying a point, saying a point, two minutes, right? Zero context, all to issues do like abortion, you know, uh, uh, immigration, you know, things that aren't a two minute conversation to have, right? And that's the way they package it because people are fucking stupid, right? And all they want is the top level information. And that's why, you know, now with the internet, you have so many headline readers, you know? So it's it's created this, and then the internet came out and it was just a perfect fucking storm. But the question is, is it a good thing? Yes, the Tartarians did it. King Handles, I think you're right. God, the Scissor Sisters. I'm starting to get, you know, listen, man, now everything, now I'm gonna have to go back and watch. <laughs> even know what the fuck that was those studies are awesome brain an awesome brain drop that knowledge yeah man i just don't think it's look I, i'm just looking i'm just a person looking at how society was before and after and that's one of the, the the you know that's what makes like my my generation so great is that what we have over all the other generations before us and after us is that we totally know both sides of the spectrum mm -hmm. of before the internet and after the internet mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying because like the internet came around in like my 20s so i lived for 20 years without that shit and then another 20, 10 another 10 then, without it and, and it well so far another now i've gone 30 years with it right, right. but here's the difference between us my mother doesn't want to learn how to use the phone she's afraid of technology what we don't have is that fear of technology. You can give me anything. I don't know it, never seen it. You tell me to download it, walk me through, I will figure out how to use it. Because I'm not afraid of technology because I was around coming up with right. technology. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Whereas my mother still thinks remote control TV suck because the remote breaks. Right. You know what I'm saying? They did. 1975. <laughs> yeah. But it's, it, 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 that, that's a very, very interesting point uh, to think about. And we've talked about it on the show, too. It's like, dude, you know, this technology is also advancing at such a rapid rate. We're not caught up to it. At, no, at I, and, and don't get me wrong. The and things I don't know is because I don't want to know it. Yeah, I don't want to know it. And it's like I will learn, but I'm not afraid to learn the things I got to learn. Right. Like I'm learning a new system now because they got me selling tickets again. So I have to like download. And that system's called thing. texting. Nah, it's they got this whole shit that's different now. You know, they always got to keep upgrading shit here. So they had to give me a new thing. I had to download it. They had to show it to me. I didn't know how to do it. And now I'm like, all right, I know how to do it. You know, but you show this to people before our generation, a lot of them, they're afraid to even touch it. Yeah. You know, and then you look at every generation after us, they wouldn't survive a day without the technology they have. Yeah. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So that's what makes us special. There were, yeah. there were two big lessons I learned from my grandfather. Uh, he was born 1930, right? And in the 90s, the dude taught himself how to use a computer, file structure, folder structure, how to send emails, all this shit. And because he always said the same thing. You know, if you're afraid of technology or once you stop learning, you start dying. That's what he used to say all the time, which is my favorite quote of all of all fucking time. 
Yeah, man. Listen, it is what it is, man. I don't, I don't learn everything. I don't got like all these shits uh, that people, are, you know, all these new apps. You know, to, I'm not interested in that. I'm just not interested, and that's normal. I'm getting older, but mm -hmm. if I have to learn something new, and I have to learn it, then I'll learn it. Mm -hmm. You know, that's the difference between us and them. They wouldn't last a day without all that fucking shit, man. Um, Brian, I mean, bro, twelve zero zero two says. Brian, you could identify with addiction. That's why it was right on time. You knew what they were pushing was a big lie. I didn't even realize it. My boy was fucking on those fucking things. And, you know, Mark actually fucking reminded me, like, he was going from doctor to doctor getting prescriptions filled. Mm -hmm. And I never even realized it because I was still kind of thinking if your doctor's giving it to you, then it's not. And it's really not drugs, right? Even though they call it drugs. But I was like, if your doctor's giving it to and you. Dude. Because I was raised to think that drugs were illegal. And dude, the crazy. And that what was legal wasn't really drugs. You understand what I'm saying? And the most insane part of it all is the dudes who were responsible for Oxycontin, his father is the reason you trusted your doctor because of all the money he spent on advertising Valium. Mommy's yep. little helper. The dude literally created the business and made it so every single person in America trusted their doctor. Well, big up to him. He set out with a purpose and achieved it for a while, for a while. Now the big problem is I don't trust my doctor. Themor says, yeah, and we are the ones who need to talk about it. Seven TV channels to 100. Yep. Hundreds. Hundreds. Hundreds, yeah. And not for nothing. I remember when TV was free. And that makes me sound so old. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm like, I remember when TV was free. And not for nothing. You can still get free TV for my people out there trying to cut some corners. You know, get yourself one of those fucking antennas. That's what I did when I bought the house. Throw it out the window. You get about 100 channels. Not good ones, but. Dude, even now. Get, I mean, with the you, internet you now. Get you get crazy channels. Cable. That's true. I got to get rid of my cable. Yeah, dude, cut that shit. I don't even watch it. Get internet. I go out of my living room, and then I go into my room. Yeah, YouTube TV, bro. You watch everything on YouTube anyway. Just pay. Yeah, for that's all I watch. YouTube, dude. Daily Wire, Hulu, Netflix. Do you, do you, do you have YouTube TV. Premium? No. Dude, it's great. So much better. Themor says, I picture Gary with 20 beepers back in the day. Uh, the most I ever had was three. Mm. That was the most I ever had. Two, two for beep. the plug, one for the load. One for the plug, uh, one for my regular, and then one for clients. Clients. I tried to keep it separated, you know. But uh, bro says, this thing with the weed is just going to cultivate a new way of drug use. We think we're getting what we want. Sometimes we should think it through and watch what we ask for. Yes. I agree. Be careful what you ask for, man, because you just might get it, you know. I, I don't think the weed was uh was I mean I don't think it's gonna be a big problem with weed being legal. I mean I, I know one thing that's going on now is they're saying people are drinking less because more people are smoking weed. Which you know. Mm -hmm. uh, King Handle says, Gary, you don't know the pain of your Game Boy dying right after you caught. Charizard. No, I don't. You want to know why? Because I never fuck uh, Game Boy was Nintendo, right? Mm -hmm. I never fucked with Nintendo. Never. I never had a Nintendo, ever. Mm -hmm. I didn't like it. I was always like Sega Genesis or all the other shits that came out, mm -hmm. you know? 
um, people not smoking flour anymore. They're getting junked out on oils and concentrates. True. True. That can't be better for you. It can't be. It can't be. You know, it can't be. Uh... Bro says, I remember when I was getting off of heroin, the lady that sold me methadone told me she was hooked on the meth more than the dope. Did you, uh, when you were getting off, did you go through methadone, Brian? Or did you just straight um, up? No. So, you know, old school, the old school way was, was methadone. You know, they still do that mostly in cities, you know, really poor, like poor, poor neighborhoods and cities. They have the clinic still. But what came out after that was Suboxone. Right. And Suboxone, you know, where methadone was the liquid and they would give people take homes and stuff like that. Suboxone came in and this new avenue of Suboxone doctors became a thing where there were just these dirty fucking doctors that would pump out these Suboxone subscription or prescriptions rather. So that was really the thing. When I started coming up, it was it was Suboxone and Subutex. But dude, it's the same thing. I mean, dude, they'll they'll go from having you on three 30 milligram roxies a month and then just switch you to eight milligrams of suboxone and then you're just on that and what would that feel like though well dude so if you're sober right stone cold sober and you sniff a roxy right or you take half of a suboxone you're gonna feel the same it's just Uh. a it's just a blocker so what happens is when you take opiates over and over and over again, your op- opioid receptors in your brain are just like you're like firing, right? So then when you stop, they keep firing, but they have nothing to hit. And that's where the withdrawal comes from, right? So the suboxone comes in there and blocks the stuff from firing. So it staves off the withdrawal. So if you're hooked, you're not really going to get high. You're just going to not get sick, right? But if, you're, if, you're, if you don't have a habit, it's going to get you high, you know? So it's just one drug to the next. Yeah, bro. It's, you're just putting in a different pharmaceutical. So when did you finally get off everything? Now, if you stop doing that, do you have you withdrawal? Get sick, bro. Worse. Way, way, So how long way, do you have to, so you have to stay way on worse. that? You have to stay on that? Yeah, man. Listen, so the, the real... So they're okay. just getting you so, from so, one so, drug to another drug. Right. And you know why? Because it's very profitable. And then you you stay on it in perpetuity. You have to go to the doctor every month where you have to pay a fee to see the doctor. You have to see the doctor in person every month. So you pay and it's almost always cash, right? Almost always cash pay. So you have to pay for that doctor, right? And then you have to pay for the, for the prescription. So instead of, so, so what happened was the pharmaceutical industry flooded the market with pain pills, got everyone hooked and then pulled it back. Then the market went, to the black market because everyone's buying heroin and fentanyl, right? And then the pharmaceutical company sees that people are overdosing and they created this monster. So they come out with another drug to, to prevent you from dying, right? And that's what all the states, like New Jersey, dude, completely advocates for Suboxone as a state. That's what they, they, they go for. Hospitals are allowed to prescribe it. Anybody can, can give a, a Suboxone prescription to, 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 to drug addicts. So then they just put this other one in. And now when you did heroin, dude, four days, right? Day two, the night of day two is the worst day of withdrawal. Suboxone, 
And the longer you're on it, the worse it gets. Bro, you're on some boxing for six months. You're looking at a, a month-long withdrawal. So how do Two you bad weeks. Bro, you need to go to rehab to get off of it, bro. You legitimately need to get locked up and just so, come off. There's no way to get off of it, dude. I said the best way to get off of, of Suboxone is to do heroin for a couple of days, right? And then taper off the heroin because that's easier to get off of. And that's a fact. Interesting. Mm -hmm. And I always said the same so, thing about pain pills, dude. Like if, if in the order of most severe and shortest, right? It's, it's the, the pharmaceuticals, the lab made pharmaceuticals. When you have good street heroin, it's a four day withdrawal. And after that four days, you're fucking good. And it's, it's bad, but it's, it's not that bad. But then you go to pain pills like Oxycontin or Oxycodone, seven days, much worse. Fentanyl is horrible, but it's short because the half-life, it goes in and out of you faster. And so, there's also a chance it's going to kill you, so. Yeah, but I mean, that's with, with all of them. You know, really the, 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 the lethality. Is it like worse? It is, dude, of course. Yeah, it's, it's much, much stronger. But, dude, they like there's fentanyl lollipops, patches, pills. I mean, they prescribe that to people all the time. They got fetty lollipops. Dude, in the old days, before the cartel in China started bringing it into the country, the only place you could get fentanyl was mo you either got it in a patch or a lollipop. But, dude, they made these things. Like fentanyl is, is like end of life. They only give it to people who are like dying in hospice. And it was like, they give you like the lollipop when you're out. It's like a comfort medication to help you kind of ease, ease out. That's, that's what fentanyl was, was designed uh, for. Yeah. And just keep you high till you die. Keep Which you high once I, I die. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, so eventually, cause they put you on that, you said. Yeah. So when I, when I first started going to rehab in 2012, Right. That is before the industry completely changed. Back then, it was all mom and pop run rehabs. And most of the people were AA or NA people. So they were, you don't take anything. You know, there's oh, no, okay. you know, you're not a heroin addict and you can smoke oh, weed. So you, didn't, so you didn't take that and put you on that stuff. The first time I went, right, in 2012, they did, they did not even offer it at the facility. Oh, okay. They said, yeah. we don't even do that shit here. And I was like, what all the right. fuck? But then I went back a year yeah, later. Like that's what I came here for. But then I went back a year later and they just started doing it for people who were on heroin, like only. And then the next time it was, you know, everybody doing it. And then a couple of years later, it's really like, you know, all the states have it as law now that Suboxone is like widely available because what will happen on Suboxone that won't happen on heroin is you're not going to overdose. You won't die. You can't uh -huh. OD. But when you do Suboxone, you have to wait until that leaves your system before you try to do another opiate. Say I eat a Suboxone and then shoot a bag of heroin, I'm going to go into something called precipitated withdrawal, right? Which it'll immediately throw you into withdrawal. Oof. Yeah. So that was like always the thing when you were, you know, running out of money as a junkie, you'd always have a couple subs on the side because then you would take the subs on your days where you don't so have any money. But then you would, what would always happen is you would take the sub and then you'd come up with a hundred bucks somehow. And then you had to wait several hours for the sub to go through your system before you would start banging. Somehow, it. somehow you came up with a hundred bucks. Um, mm -hmm. So how, how did you get off that? Did you just say fucking and just stop well, taking it and went to withdrawals? 
Well, what really happened for me, dude, is I, you know, I, I knew what I knew about Suboxone, right? And I was always very much of the mindset, dude, when you go into rehab, like you need to withdraw, you know, like that's like, if you're going to do the crime, you got to do the time. And that's, that's what withdrawal comes with it. To keep you maybe from going back, maybe. Right. And, be like, I don't want to have to go through that withdrawal again. That shit was hell. Right. And the way. Which is why I, I never take things to go against something else I took. If I'm up all night because I fucking did an Adderall too late, I'm not going to take no downers to help me go to sleep because I'm going to deal with the consequences so that I know not to do it again next time. Those are consequences I would not deal with. But hey, to each their own. No, dude. I do. I do because I feel like that's, you know, you start small. Um, but, and then it winds up becoming bigger. But the way, so the way that a 30 day inpatient rehab would traditionally work, your first seven days, you're in, de in the detox wing, right? And you're taking detox meds and they're trying to stabilize you. Once you're stabilized, then they move you over into the residential unit, which you start going to like group and, you know, this and that. After going in once or twice, I realized that the rehab is, they, they kind of, they're easy on you for the first week. They kind of just let you do your shit. And then, once you've been there for a little while, they start to, you know, encourage you really is what they're doing. They're trying to like help you get better. So they're encouraging you to go to group and, and all this. So after I started to, to go to a bunch, I would stop taking the detox meds after the first day. Like I take them day one, day two, and then I would stop so I could withdraw and be comfy before they started making me do shit. Otherwise you would get on the Suboxone, right? Did you come in? you've been on a five-year heroin run then you go into rehab and you get on suboxone for a week you're just prolonging the inevitable you're just going to detox when you get off the suboxone so personally in my opinion well, they're hoping that you don't get off the suboxone well you know in the old days dude they really didn't want you to get on it but later all the rehabs were sending you home with suboxone subscription or prescriptions they were giving you narcan you know like like handing you Narcan. Like yeah. I remember when I left, dude, they gave me Narcan. I'm like, whoa, dude. Like, that's not a good sound, like, dude. Nah, it's not. It sounds like it's a lot of work, man. You might as well just stay a junkie. You're there already. What to get to get clean? Nah, man, it's like I mean, I get clean, but there's so much fucking work, man. I don't well, like, I mean, obviously dude, you know, I don't like work. I've been doing heroin for five years. The thing is, so we got some comments, so I kind of want to go in the comments. Uh, Splash says these younger generations don't like anything about Generation X except our old drugs. Not the smartest bunch. Uh, yeah, what could I do but agree with that? Bro, twelve zero zero two says they own you directly. They get the money instead of the guy on the street. That's exactly it. It's exactly it. It's exactly yeah. it. Splash says doses is the dangerous part, not the drug itself. I think that's the case with all drugs, basically, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. The, like the, a, the, a drug the, by itself isn't dangerous. It's not like if you all buy it, it's going to rob you or, or stab you or any kind of crazy shit. You got to kind of take some dosages of it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I don't disagree with that comment. Uh, bro says, oh, damn, got a lot of comments. Bro says, when I went to the farm, I got no good. So the farm, I guess, is rehab. Yeah, rehab. Yep. But I, I understood, but I'm just saying that maybe for some, if we have any uh, listeners that aren't in the drug 
world. When I went to the farm, I got no good sleep for about nine days when it was a mind game. Then it was then, a mind then it was game. a mind game. Yeah, man. It really, you know, it depends. Every person's a little bit different. Um, you know, ordinarily with opiate withdrawal, you get diarrhea, right? That happens to like 90% of the people. I unfortunately have the exact opposite. And you when I'm constipated. Yeah, dude. When I'm on heroin, I can shit. And most people can't, right? Like they'll be constipated for weeks. And they've actually made drugs, right? And I've seen them advertised. They made a drug to help with opiate constipation, which is just the funniest shit ever, dude. It's like, yo, you literally made this thing that's wrecking people's lives. And you're like, hey, why don't you take this one so it's not as bad for you? So I would go in, dude, and after the third rehab, bro, it was they always create super- drugs to make the drugs they want you to take not so bad. Yeah, dude. So That's I would hysterical. go in when I when I would go in for my checkup. <laughs> this is how you knew I was a fucking vet. When I when I would go in and they do my intake at the nurses' stations, I would say I need you to order me three bottles of I think it was called potassium citrate or potassium nitrate. It's like whatever that big drink is. If you've had a colonoscopy, it's the drink they give you before before your before your colonoscopy, and it's I like some, it. and now I don't think I'm going to because apparently that's gay. <laughs> uh, so good, you had to drink. Get uh, off the yeah, computer. I think it's. it's I was just trying to look. I was just trying to look at at what it was. I think it's potassium uh, citrate. Yeah, it's potassium citrate. So I would go in and I'd say to the nurses station, I'm like, hey, listen, I'm gonna get constipated when I start to come off this. I need three bottles of potassium citrate. And I need to drink one of them a day until my bowel movement gets regular. Now, ordinarily, when you get a colonoscopy, you drink a half a bottle and it flushes you the fuck out. So I'm going in there asking for three and the nurses are like, oh, no, we can't. You know, we we can't do that. Just 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 every day. Just just come back. And if you haven't had bowel movement, tell us every morning I would go back and I'd be like nothing. <laughs> the next day I'd be like nothing, <laughs> nothing, nothing. And dude, there was one time the lady skinny ass with no belly. Yeah, dude. Yeah. The lady gave me the drink. I pounded it. She's like, all right. She's like, come back. She's like a half hour. If you don't shit, I'll give you another one. But there's no way you <laughs> came back hours later. Still nothing. She was blown away. <laughs> but were you really not shitting? I thought you were getting it. I wasn't. The- no, no, I wasn't shitting. I wasn't oh, shitting oh, at all. Oh, this is when nothing. you were off. When you got When off. I was coming off. When I was detoxing. Ah, yeah. okay. I'm with you. Mm-hmm. Um, this doing drugs thing is too complicated. Well, doing them ain't that hard. It's the complication comes after. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's where it gets complicated after you do the drugs. <laughs> mm-hmm. Bro, twelve zero zero two says that must have been really tough, Brian. But that just made you a stronger and better man. I would agree with that comment, man. At least from what I've seen, from what I know. What it really made me do too was appreciate life, right? And also, right? Especially like morning shits, regular shits. That's why. That's why I felt bad for the guy who shit on my porch. Maybe it was you. Maybe you were sleepwalking. Maybe you went out there sleepwalking. Check the video, man. You you know, know, dude. I think having gone through that gave me gave me the benefit and the gratitude for life that I don't think I would have had otherwise. I don't think I would be doing the stuff that I'm doing now. I wouldn't be, you know, pursuing video full time. I wouldn't be 
pursuing podcasting. I wouldn't be trying to come out of the closet on every episode to really <laughs> to everybody that I know that I am actually a deeply closeted gay man. Is he a gay? No, no I'm, I'm deeply closeted. I love it. The only jokes, dude, I will send you are, are Norm, Norm jokes. Norm and Theo. I feel like I'll send you a podcast called The Theo every now and again. Fucking A, man. Yeah. Uh, Splash says, what makes you decide to use heroin in the first place? How much does life suck at that point? That's a well, good question. Well, man, it really wasn't, you know, it really wasn't that. I mean, I guess, you know, it's a little bit of, you know, it's, you know, one, obviously me, but then being a product of my environment. I think, you know, the short synopsis of it, is, you know, I was a middle-class white kid that grew up in the suburbs. I had two really good parents. One of them was a, was a cop. The other one was, you know, kind of old school Catholic. Didn't let me get away with anything, you know, couldn't, you know, never really drank in high school. Didn't really smoke weed. Didn't really fuck around with cigarettes. So when I went to college, it was like Catholic schoolgirl syndrome, you know, like everything's fucking open, Right. So I started meeting some friends who were into the same shit that I was. And then I came home one weekend and I just, you know, I was eating like Xanax and Adderall and stuff. And I, I came home and I was just like, oh, let's see what we got in the medicine cabinet. And my brother had Percocet 10s that were from his uh, wisdom tooth surgery. So this is how it comes back to the dentist or the scumbags. So he has his wisdom tooth surgery. I take the whole bottle of pills, don't take any of them, drive all the way down to school with them, show them to my buddy. And he's like, oh, yeah, we can definitely eat these. And I ate those on a Monday, 10 milligram of a Percocet. And then that Friday, I was sniffing Oxy-80s. And then it was off. You're Completely. a real quick learner. That's fast. It was, dude, I just like the high, you know? It just, it fit me, you know? It's like yeah, it, that's what it's all about. That high just never fit me. I would see, fit. People, see for me I was always uh, let me see someone do it and how they react you mm -hmm. know and with heroin it always looked the same everyone was just uh, you know so I never really got into that um, not to say I never took no pills I took some pills and, but the pills uh, at that time were but, more party but, drugs dude I you know I'm talking like, about like 2009 dude like it was I didn't like rocking and I was in school in West Virginia bro there were so many pills dude so many pills like dude i would drive up to jersey and get them from these dudes who were just flying down to florida Ten thousand every fucking trip in their yeah, carry-on with would, their name know. on it from 10 different doctors dude back and forth selling them for like five bucks 20 bucks you know unpopular opinion it all starts with weed and or alcohol i think it starts with alcohol I think I think it's alcohol, then weed, and mm -hmm. then whatever your preference is after that. You know, I don't think weed is necessarily the gateway drug. I think alcohol is the first thing you do that makes you up to try weed or anything else. You know, I mean, I do I know people first who, actually before alcohol. I, I do know. Oh, did you? You're one mm -hmm. of the few people because everybody mm -hmm. I know, like at least at a party, their parents gave them some sort of alcohol. Uh, well, okay, day. okay, okay. Let me. I, I drank alcohol as a child habitually and i had a problem and i went to rehab at six <laughs> <laughs> and it was difficult it was, it was very it was very difficult you know i almost lost the yeah. house all my toys were missing 
all your toys started selling your fucking Star Wars action figures. <laughs> King Handles. The funny thing is, I don't think that's an unpopular opinion. I think that's like one of the mainstream opinions that you know weed is the gateway drug. But mm -hmm. I, I would say it's alcohol. I would think and it's alcohol. I think also a big problem is the prohibition part of it, right? And you talk about this, right? Like if it's if it's not legal, like you're kind of taking the fun away of things, right? And in Europe, yeah, and once other you cultures, make it legal, it's not it's not as fun. Yeah, when you when you have other, you know, I mean, Europe and and other European countries is a good place to look. You know, the alcohol is so common in the household that when the kids turn sixteen, they're not doing beer bongs. You know what I mean? Because they've yeah. they've been drinking glasses of wine with dinner. They have yep. a different relationship with it. You know, which is almost like kind of probably what the younger generation is going to have with weed a little bit. You know, I bet there's going to come a point where, you know, there's probably less people, less kids smoking weed than used to because it's around and they're not that into it anymore you know i mean look at cigarettes dude you don't really see i mean you see young kids vaping now but you never see a kid like 18 smoking fucking cigarettes you know yeah it's a dying uh it's a dying fucking um substance it'll die when all the people who do it now die Bro says, I didn't know any of that when I went to rehab, but I was so broken and empty that I was ready to take some suggestions. Mm. Yeah, man. Well, I mean, listen, that's how I found God. Mm. You get to a point where you're just so broken, you'll take anything that'll come your way. And I'm glad, listen, I'm glad that that worked for y'all, man. I'm not, I'm not anti uh, go, going to get help from anything if it's fucking up your life. Splash says, I smoke weed since 16 and alcohol since 14. Never done heroin or coke. Uh, I never done heroin. You know, I think it's a thing, you know, of the person, though, really. Right. Because like, you yeah, said, man. And then, and then also who you're around. I mean, dude, I never thought I would I would do heroin, but I also didn't know when I was sniffing the Percocets that it was the same fucking thing. I had no clue, dude. No clue. Just I mean, so I then when you found out it's the weren't. same thing, only better, that kind of made you go, if it's better than this and I like this, I might as well try it. We'll go down to the time. It, it was really more of a timeline thing, dude. Right. So I jumped in to the opiate game in 2009 and 2009 was really like the peak before everything went to shit. So for example, when I first started doing Oxycontins and, and Roxy's, the 30 milligrams, 30 milligram pill, $10, Oxycontin 80, $25. And in the time between 2009 and 2012, the 80s went from being $25 a piece to a dollar a milligram, $80 a piece, $120 a piece, $150 a piece. Because what happened is Purdue got in all that hot water and they had to stop manufacturing them in the same way that they were making them. So the pill, what you used to have to do was put it on your tongue. There was a coating. You wipe it off on your shirt and you can crush it right up. And then in 2012, they changed the formula. So it was a gel. And anytime it hit any sort of water, it would it would gel up. So you couldn't crush it, shoot it, or snort it. You know. Oh. So what happened in 2012 is the the you know my habit is increasing, and the price point every year, you know, is doubling from my habit, but then it's quadrupling because of of the market, right? And then at the same time, it's a tough fucking business to be in. At the same be, huh? time, we're in Afghanistan, protecting Taliban poppy fields. <laughs> And they're bringing back the most potent, uncut fucking dope. And, and, you, can really, dude, and you can really, really look at it, bro. And it's, I know 
there's a deep story there that right when they stopped making oxys, that same year to two years after, the heroin that they had out in the street was top fucking notch. And then all the fentanyl came. Almost overnight, dude. Almost overnight. It was like all of a sudden it was just fentanyl was on the streets. Came out of nowhere. Oh man. I don't know. See, for me, man, what always kept me from going over any deep end was I always knew drugs were better indoors. So I gotta make sure I got money for rent and all that stuff. You know? And when you're making sure you have money for rent and all that stuff, you really I mean, I got fucked up a lot for a motherfucker that didn't have a lot of money. Yeah, but dude, that's like you you know, said, that's really the difference. For me, the, the, I was I think it comes back to that. The thing for me was I was a drug addict. I wasn't, mm -hmm. I wasn't, I didn't, I liked all drugs the same. So I basically would do whatever the person I was hanging out with was doing. And I'm grateful that I didn't hang out with a lot of heroin addicts. Cause I think mm -hmm. if I might've hung out with heroin addicts, who knows, mm -hmm. you know, who uh, knows? I might've at least been sniffing it. I hate needles, but then who knows? Yeah, man. There's a you thing know? actually in the AA big book that I remember. Uh, there's a section where they talk about the difference between like a hard drinker and like an alcoholic, you know? And they say, uh, you know, it's pretty much like the hard drinker, given a good enough reason, they'll stop for a period of time. Maybe they'll go back to doing it. But again, yeah. if there's a reason good enough, they'll stop. Yeah. Where someone who's an alcoholic or an addict, they can't, they don't do that part. Oh, so I would just be considered a hard user. All right. I like the word hard because uh, I'm gay. Uh <laughs> D-Boy says, welcome to Hotel California. You could check out, but you can never leave. Uh, Splash says, gateway drugs are excuses. I'll agree with that, too. Gato says, Brian is 100% correct. All the time, every time. Own Please says, Own Please, what's up, baby? What's up, homie? Come to listen to the drug cast. <laughs> they always tend to get a little druggy. Mm, whatever it's me and you dude gato you know? says yeah i know right gato says uh most folks get clogged most folks get clogged on opiates not detoxing that's the difference brian's special he's like the he's like the uh rudolph of drug addicts with his shiny nose bro 12 says wow dude you just remind me of the mcgill the mcgilla gorilla shits i would take you had to cut that shit Pardon the pun in half so you could flush that shit. Dude, it it would get so hard, right? And even, dude, my dad knew when I was Why getting high. I feel high like Mark is really enjoying this Because I would clog the right here. <laughs> Fucking horrible. <laughs> Gerbils cause constipation as well. I would think so. You know, there you go. I think they check in, but never check out for sure. Oh, please says turned into Brian's shit cast. <laughs> well, it started as that, just so you know. <laughs> Bro says I was hanging out with bad people, splash, bad company corrupts a weak mind. I agree with that. And that's a very honest and uh, I'll just give you props for that comment. Splash 1976 says that's a fact, bro. I just always send that as extra. Bud, alcohol, shrooms, and X was enough. Yeah, that's about my uh. Well, I but mean, now, you know, but now I let like me get, let me get into it to you. Cocaine was fun, man. 
But let me get into it with, with a little, I mean, it was a little you old I did it with. When I did cocaine with, with, uh, when I did cocaine with, uh, what is it? Um, hard users. It was fun. Mm. When I did it with addicts, it wasn't right. Cause addicts just sat in a hotel room and looked out the window and hung microphones out those shits and loaded up shotguns and stared at the door. But the hard users, you know, danced and hung out and, you know, fucking got fucked up. I used to like that, man. Mm-hmm. You know, what do we got here? Splash, you young guys love your pills. Yeah, I don't like pills, man. I, I, I Ever since that time I had my lost night, I just don't like it. Uh, Splash says, damn. Femore says, nah, everyone is built different. I agree. I agree. But I think it's up to the strong people to take these weak motherfuckers and and, and make them a little bit stronger because life is going to hit them no matter what. So, you know, I think Candace Owens said, life's tough. Get a helmet. Bro, 12002 says, usually no one I know sets out to get high. It's someone who offers it to you. You say yes. If you have the addiction gene, that's all it really takes. Welcome. You're done. Um, And the weird thing is, dude, is no matter where you are, bro, it's like you have sonar for the other junkies, dude. It's just like wherever I have been, dude, and I've like moved all over the country to try to get my shit together. And then just somehow I'm like, crystal People always come up to me and ask me to get drugs all the time. They just oh. walk up to me and say, excuse me. Oh, that's because uh, of the way you look. And I'm like, what the fuck? What the fuck? I remember one dude asked me where to get meth. And I'm like, what about me says I would know where you can get meth. I mean, it's probably your sunken eyes, your skinny cheeks. All my teeth. (laughs) All my teeth, right? That's what gave it away. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Bro says, oh, no, excuse me. uh, Themor, where I Themor. Smoke plenty of weed, never tried anything else. Stay with that. You're not, you're not really missing out. You're missing out on like the beginning, <laughs> but then it gets, it's not as fun after a while. Uh, Michelle says, uh, did alcohol at 12, weed at 15, mescaline at 17. Big up to mescaline, man. Mescaline used to be so much fun. I heard that shit used to jump off in New York City, bro. Mescaline was so much fucking fun. Never even seen. Probably the funnest drug. Mescaline was probably the fuck because it was all you couldn't stop laughing. Hmm. You could not stop laughing, dog. I used to love mescaline, man. And it was good, says. Do you think weed is addictive? Um, well, it's well, it's mentally addictive. It's not, I, I know it's not physically addictive. If you stop, you're not gonna be sitting there throwing up. Mm-hmm. But uh I think it's a mental thing, like anything else, like most addictions. Mm-hmm. Most addictions, I think, are mental. Well. You know, I also think about you know, it. Heroin, like, obviously, you need it. You throw up if you don't take it. Right. But it a makes hangover, you sick. Physically sick. Uh, yeah, physically sick. A hangover is a hangover, man. That's not the same. Well, it's and, withdrawal, bro. No, no, no. No, no, I mean, no. It's, a, it's, a hangover is withdrawal, dude. It's your body detoxing from alcohol. Whatever, if you want to say that. But it I don't is. Think, I don't think it's physical. I don't think alcohol is physically addictive. It 100% is, dude. If you're a, 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 a person who drinks all the time, you stop drinking, dude, you're going to start shaking. You're going to start shitting. Yeah, you're going you're gonna to start having seizures. But, it's because your body say, is detoxing, withdrawing from alcohol, bro. It's the same but, thing. But it's I not would in your say, system. But I would say that that is a, a consequence of all that drinking. Fake, 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 fake. <laughs> 
Dude, it's just a consequence of doing all that heroin. It's the same argument. Yeah, well, there you go. Then I, then I, then I will go on the line and say it's not physically addictive. <laughs> you know, that's what I would go on the line and say. I would say it's mentally addictive. That's what I would say. But I'm not a doctor. Yeah. You know, my old toe could really be smoker's toe. I could be, as we speaking, as we're speaking, losing my left big toe right now. What's the next time? Right. And it was good. Said I started doing more coke to drink more. Yeah, isn't that cool? Yeah, if you're drinking, man, Coke is the way to go. And Adderall, it allows you to drink more too, man. Uh, but then it also doesn't let you get as fucked up as you would have gotten. Mm-hmm. You know, you wind up being kind of straight through the whole night. You're kind of just like, you know what I'm saying? Like straight. Uh, Themor says, Taliban put into law no poppy fields equals man in cave. Oh, I get it. Exactly. Splash, facts, drugs were better indoors. Yes, you know, I never understand these people out there getting high. I'm like, man, you know, he forgot it's better indoors. Except smoking on Roosevelt Island. Outside, he's saying better indoors except smoking on Roosevelt Island. Yeah, smoking on Roosevelt Island was great. That was like a thing you would do. You would take a, a walk over that bridge just to go smoke on Roosevelt Island. Yes. Big up to that, Splash. You're right. I, I I concur on that. There were more crackheads when we came up than heroin addicts. Um, yeah, for me, it was heroin. But then when I started to like, when I was young, it was a lot of heroin. I would see a lot of heroin addicts around. And then as I started- But it was, it was in, mostly mostly in, in in bad neighborhoods, right? Like, like poor neighborhoods? Well, I wouldn't know. All I knew was my neighborhood. Okay. When I was young, all I knew was my neighborhood. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And Manhattan. You know, um, but I would see a lot of, you know, like 40 deuce and all that. I see a lot of heroin addicts. And then I, when I started getting into the game, started smoking weed, started trying things. Then it wasn't heroin no more. It was crack. What year was this? Uh, 80s. 88, 89, 80, 90s. 80, 80, yeah. 82, 83, 84. That's when yeah. I started. You know, that's when I, I think 82 is when I first started smoking weed. So I would have been 12. Yeah. So sometime a little after that. Yeah, yeah. I probably didn't do I didn't do coke till the eighth grade. A little early. It was at a gra- it was at a graduation party. My bully, my bully Tommy Wu, was looking for someone to do coke with. Coke. He, he gave you the woo. Tommy Wu gave you a little woo. No, no. We were sniffing back then. We weren't even. We, we didn't oh, even know yeah. about cooking yet or any of that stuff yet. Right. You know, we were just sniffing and he was looking for someone who was down to do it. And I wanted to be friends. Mm-hmm. You know, like I thought when he asked it to me, I was like, I really don't want to do coke. You know, but then I thought I'm going to hang out with the dude who makes my life miserable all the time. Maybe I can get in, you know, through doing coke, maybe we can connect and this motherfucker stopped making my life miserable. And it worked. You know, that brother actually went on to defend me a couple of times um, when shit went down. So big up to him. You know, King Handles, I have a great uncle that's been doing heroin for decades. Won't touch fentanyl. Says a lot. Surprised yeah. he can find heroin. But yeah. It also says he has a really strong heart. Don't sleep Preserves on that the heart. body, dude. You know, Demore says honesty is refreshing. I mean, yeah, man. You know, I think it was Patrice O'Neill that said brutal honesty is a crazy, crazy word. He goes, why is honesty got to be brutal? If anything, mm-hmm. it should be brutal lies, not brutal honesty. And I kind of agree with that. Once again, I'm paraphrasing, but he says something like that. Um, 
Splash says, Splash 1976 says, I'm glad I've done shrooms in the past because it helps me deal with low blood sugar now as a diabetic. I mean, I'm glad I, I, uh, I like shrooms. I like shrooms. I did some actually, uh, I had a person who came to the show and gave us all shrooms like two weeks ago. Right. And, uh, she gave me a gram, a one big head with a little oh. gram. It was beautiful. And I took it, I took it last week, man. It was dope. It was dope. I was like, oh, you know, I like shrooms, man. I like shrooms. I like all that shit. That's, uh, that's like, you can get like deep and lost into certain shit, or you can like get spiritual, you know, you can really set the tone, you know, put on some music or just sit there. I can control the bug out moments. Yeah. I've never, like I said, I've never really had a bad trip except for that trip. I couldn't fall asleep after. Yeah. Most of them are like that, dude. You know, oh, please says Gary looks like he's holding. <laughs> no, I don't, man. Yeah. I, mean, I, guess I don't. Yeah. I guess I do. I mean, I guess because I'm walking, I don't look like well, one of the heads. Like, I don't look like one of the meth well, heads. So obviously, I must be the dealer. You look straight out of central casting for drug addict number three. Fuck you. I'm sorry, drug dealer number three. No, actually, I was I was rehab number three, drug dealer number two. Uh-huh. I had moved up in that one. And then I was cop number three. Cop? Yeah, I got to play a cop. Crooked cop? No, I told you the story. I got to play a cop and that shit fly by night, I think it was called. Not fly by night. Uh um it was called uh, Lanes. Yeah. And uh I haven't been able to find it, but I got to play a cop on that and I told you when the dude came at me, I shot the motherfucker. I wasn't supposed to. I got nervous, man. He was big and I'm not a real cop, so when he came at me, <laughs> Shot that motherfucker like eight times. It made me think about now, you know, when you have those police shootings, man. But then again, I wouldn't be a cop because I'm going to shoot you quick. I'm going to shoot you quick. You take one step. Take one fucking bop, 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 bop. That's what I did to him. <laughs> Crazy, man. King Handel says, I remember one one of my friends took an 80 milligram Addy. They had 80 milligram Addy. I don't think they do. I think they have 80 milligram like Ritalin or something like that. But I mean, it's it's virtually the same thing. I don't I don't think so. I think the highest pill form Adderall goes up to is a thirty, thirty milligram extended release and instant instant release. Yeah, and I, would, I, I would, you know, I like the thirties. Uh, eighty milligram. Adderall. I took a thirty like two weeks ago. Remember, I did the show and I was up all night. Mm-hmm. But it was it was a, a great ride to and from New York. I can't lie. Mama, where were you, mommy? Where were you? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't think they made an 80, but I'm pretty sure they made an 80. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yep. Mm. What was it, mm. Ritalin? No, I don't even think they have. I think all they do is go up to 30s. Dude, 80 milligrams of any amphetamine is a lot, dude. Like a lot. <laughs> Like, did you take you take sixty? You're gonna be up for twenty four hours, no doubt. There's no way. Oh, that's be able what he to... said. He said this dude wouldn't leave me alone or sleep for days. Uh, he probably took it. Yeah, I mean, yeah, he probably took eighty milligrams of Adderall. You know, four fucking twenties. I mean, do me and my buddy uh, in college. Um, there was a kid that was pledging our fraternity with us. We have no idea wait, why. Wait, wait, wait. There was a kid that was pleasuring your fraternity pledging. with you? Uh, yeah. Uh, 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 yeah. Uh, so when I pledged, there were seven of us. Right? I thought you said pleasuring. 
he pleasure does also. Yeah, that's what I think goes on in those things. No, so uh, this dude lived in my hall and actually ended was good was his roommate, right? And the kid, his dorm room door didn't lock. Like it would shut, but it just never locked. He also had, I think he was getting prescribed like, like two 40 milligram Ritalins a day for like years. And he didn't like to take it because he would just like to stay up and play Xbox. So he wouldn't want to get fucked up on the Ritalin because he was so wacky, right? So me and my boy used to br- just break into his room and steal his Ritalin. Like every day we just go in and just, you know, steal a handful and fucking go back. But we were doing them for like six months and thought they were 20 milligrams, right? And they're actually 40s. <laughs> So every time we're thinking we're doing, you know, we're like, oh, dude, let's do three fucking 20s. It's 60 milligrams. We were doing 120 milligrams for months, dude. Drug addicts ain't that smart. Bro says you could drop us in rice patty in the middle of China and we'll find that shit. All you have to know is the knob, the nod. There's more than that. Jasmine, my daughter says, when we went to Miami, everyone was selling drugs. Someone asked Kyle if he wanted cocaine. Stay away from those places, Jasmine. Gator Gato Gordo says, "Giggles from Mesk, double barrel." Yeah, the double barrels. Woo, woo. What is that? Is that like the? Uh, that was like, like the, how it comes? Yeah, you get the Whoop. double barrels. Those are the thick little. You know, you get a little more. No shits, man. Those shits was great. What um laughing all night, man. When you would get them, what would it? Well, because it's San Pedro, I'm pretty sure, right? Mescaline, it comes from the San, the San Pedro. I have Francis. no idea where it came from. I got where, it from my neighborhood. <laughs> I know. What did it come? What form did it come in? Was it a pill? It, it, yeah. It, well, it looked like uh, it looked like um buttons, right? Isn't little, that what they call them? Little buttons? nerds. Little nerds. Mm. Yeah, little nerds. They were tiny, man. I've learned the tinier the pill, the more damage that shit will do. Oh yeah, man. always, dude. Yeah, always, always. The smaller, you see those, the smaller the pill, the better. You yeah. see those big horse pills, you're you like, all that. right. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? You see those tiny shits, you're like, ah, oh, this is gonna fuck me up, man. Mm-hmm. Michelle says, "Yep, very funny," and it looked like a tiny tart. Yep, that's what it looked like, candy, and only five dollars. Yep. Those mm-hmm. tiny tarts were fun as hell. I think mess has gone extinct. I think it's uh, you can find it on the on the dark web. There's actually know. there's actually a place in San Francisco that sells. It's a storefront. It's not far from here. They sell all the precursors for mescaline, DMT, ayahuasca, and all that shit. You can buy like the root bark and stuff there. Oh, and like make it yourself. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like with like ether and shit. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. Ohm I thought I looked into says, it or anything. Yeah, no, nah, I, I trust that. Ohm please says, uh, alcoholic is a thing. LOL. Exactly. Gato Gordo says, ah, shit, the Tartan Tinies. Yeah, remember those? Those were good, too, by the way, the Tartan Tinies. The uh, Splash says, don't mess with none of that. Fent came today. Too dangerous. Yeah, man. I don't get that at all. Uh, bro says it could become addictive now that our government is making it for us. Watch what we ask for. Exactly. I always said once marijuana becomes legal, that's when we'll start seeing people die from it. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's funny because I was watching Michael Knowles and that motherfucker said that marijuana kills more people than alcohol. I was like, what the fuck is this dude talking about? I couldn't believe he said that because I was like, what are you talking about, dude? Marijuana don't kill nobody. Yeah. What are you talking about? You know? Mm-hmm. Gato says Miami was built by cocaine. It's like yellow, yellow cabs in New York City everywhere. 
Yeah, no doubt. I actually saw a thing about uh about uh about what part of Colombia are you from again? Um, got them. Medellin. Yeah, I think it's Medellin, right? Yeah, I watched the thing. Me and Mark were watching like the dangerous neighborhoods in the world, <laughs> and they went there. And I'm like, fucking. Gato be trying to get me to go out here all the time. I ain't fucking going out there. Dude, I would love to do a Columbia trip. Dude, he's going to off. He's going to say, let's go. Let's do it. I'm in, dude. I'm in. Fucking crazy. Bro says anything becomes addictive if you have an addictive personality. That's what I'm saying. Because you got people out there addicted to food. You got people out there addicted to video games. People out there addicted to, to TikTok. Mm-hmm. You know, you're going to tell me that's a disease? No, that's fucking a person that just wants to give in to their to their pleasures like this and not do anything else. Mm -hmm. You know, self-control is the key. Gato says the bubble guys after the first hit, though. Oh, the bubble guts after the first hit, though. See, I picked that up without even saying that. Going to need a bathroom. I don't think cocaine does that anymore, man. Demo says, is this fentanyl thing real or fake news? It's out there, dude. I, it's it's I, out there. I have a friend who they say died of a fentanyl overdose, so I think it's out there. I don't know if it's as crazy as they're making it. It, it is, dude. Yeah, it is. It, 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 it's worse. It's much worse. Think so? 100%, dude. Yeah, I know. I, over, know, I know over. The same heads that have been over. out there since I lived out here are still out there. They're not doing dope then, dude. They're smoking rock. Okay. They are. They're smoking rock. If you say so, man. I know so. We start young in Queens. Yes, we do. Uh, Gato says, always sixth or eighth grade graduation parties. We get down. Yeah, that's what it was, that eighth grade graduation party. That's when I first did cocaine. Uh, Gato says, shrooms are an exercise for the mind and your consciousness good to do them occasionally throughout one's life. I like I like the microdosing a lot. I get into that a lot where I do the mm -hmm. microdosing. That shit is uh, you know, it's good. It gets me into life a little better. You know. It gets me into life a little better. Uh bro says listen to the mentality and choices we make when drugs are in the mix. We take anything we like, don't ask what's in it, where it came from, and we like and we like we hit and we it's like we hit the jackpot. <laughs> Yeah, no, you got to be careful. Listen, I learned the hard way that the people who come to my shows aren't my friends, mm -hmm. you know, because I once took uh, I once took what was supposed to be ecstasy. For I traded ecstasy for a ticket. And all I know is that person got a comedy show, but I did not get ecstasy because I was up for three days. Yeah. And I never touched my nipples once. Yeah, that's meth. Yeah. yeah. That's meth, which is, you know, it's not chemically, it's not that that much different. You know, the M in the MDMA stands for methyl and the A is amphetamines. Yeah, well. <laughs> Just the FYI. Need, well, you need that M for it to be fun. Yeah. Well, that's where the euphoria. Well, uh, no, you need. The, I was just you like. For, you need I the M like, for it to be speedy. <laughs> the methyl is what makes it speedy. Yeah, well. All the I D know and the F are, are, the, uh, are the, fun, the fun ones. It wasn't fun. I couldn't. I couldn't sleep. I was just up wondering why. You know, why? Why can't I sleep? Who needs a PDR with Brian around? It's a good question. I don't. Uh, bro says, that's how that gay shit starts. Communications is key, pledging, not pleasuring. <laughs> I don't know, man. I think after you pledge, a lot of gay things start. I think it starts with pledging. That's what I think. 
That's why Brian gives Rated G so many gay vibes. Come for pledging, stay for the pleasuring. They look like blue molten rock that dried or perfectly smooth like tart and tiny candies. I was yeah, talking that's about what the... Uh, like. yeah, yeah, what mescaline look like. Mm. What mm. mescaline look like. Bro says uh, purple Pur barrels is what we call them, and they were dirt cheap. Yeah, five bucks, man. Five mm. bucks. I think they lasted like four to six hours. They were great. You know, and the thing is, we would pop a bunch of them. Yeah, the I check, think the check, most check, I ever check, took was check, like check, five. Check, check this out. This is this is that store that I was that I was telling you about. San Pedro incense, fifty grams, fifty bucks. But that's what it is. That's San Pedro cactus ground up. That's there's mescaline in this powder. Uh, I don't know how you get it from that. I don't know if you just eat that or you get it from the powder or, or what. But you know they they sell it. You out probably got to do some things to yeah. it. You know, go into a jungle. <laughs> Cliffy, what's up, baby? How you been? Haven't seen you for a minute. Welcome back, my brother. I hope all is well. Uh, why don't you guys open a drugstore? Ah, you know, you got to get the government involved and shit. You know, hmm. I just I, I just closed the drugstore once everything became legal. Oh, shit. <laughs> you know, once it's legal, it's no fun, man. They take all the fun out of everything. You don't want everything to be accepted. Once everything's accepted, you take away the fun of doing it. Brian's in the dark again. And he's complaining about me. He's been pausing. My mic is still on. I only lost it once this time. Okay. Brian, you're right over there. Yeah, I'm good. Oh, I thought you were getting swatted just now. You know, wouldn't that be crazy if someone swatted us? You see me getting pulled out of here as I'm talking to you, yo? I'd be grabbing the tables and everything. I'm not going down easy. I don't even get people who do that. Like they go down easy. You ever watch that when they're like, when they're like, um, you know, kidnapping somebody and throwing them in a van or some shit. And then eventually like they first put up a fight, but eventually they give up. I mean, I guess they got it because you got to finish the scene. But for me, man, I'm not giving up, dude. I'm grabbing onto fucking everything, man. Everything. I'm not giving up, you know, what's going on. What, 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 what are you doing? My headphone broke. Look at this, man. I can't get it back on. We need, you know, guys, maybe pressure. guys, you know, as all our equipment starts to fail and starts to break down on us, I think this is a good time to say, if you want to support the podcast, go to Brian Licata, T. Licata. Brian T. Licata dot net, right? No. What is no. it? Dot com dot org? Brian T. Licata dot com slash shop. There you it's go. Literally my name dot com. Slash shop. Slash shop. And and start to support us so we can get some new equipment, man. Go get the, and, and out of it, you get some good fucking drip. Look at that, man. Look at that. I was wearing that, and it's very warm. I was wearing it last night. I was so fucking uh, mm -hmm. comfortable, man. I told you he was going to say, let's go. I told you he was going to say that. Vamos, please. He's been trying to get me out there for the longest. Although I think it would be different if I went with him because he got family and shit like that out there. So, you know. You know, King Handel says that Gary, the old heads know better than to touch the Fetty. Yeah, I'm not fucking with that shit. Themor says Santa Claus is a tale of the magic mushroom. Hmm. I'll look into that. You know, Splash says the dark closet. Yes. Yes. Gato says, ha ha ha. It's weird when I walk by the old window when I'm over. Isn't it, yo? When you go by 34th Avenue? Is that where you used to get the mescaline? Crazy. 
No, that's where I lived. Uh, well, if I had it, you can get masculine there if I had it at the time. But that's where I lived, man. I remember climbing in those windows many nights. Climbing in those windows many nights to sneak into my house or yeah. to sneak out. Huh. You know, Splash says, stop buying stuff from Timu. <laughs> Yo, I ordered. It wasn't from Timu, right? The T in Brian's name stands for Timu. But it's funny because speaking of that, Listo. Speaking of the Timu shit, I ordered on TikTok. See, I hate, I mean, not TikTok, Instagram. I hate ordering stuff from Instagram because one, you wonder if it's a scam. And then two, if it's not a scam, it takes forever to come, right? But they got those, you know, those magnetic plates, the door seals that light up when you open your door. So mm. I ordered them because I like them. They're like the nice real 60 bucks for two of them. And I'm like, ah, is this a scam? I'm starting to bug out. And I'm like, but I want to fuck it. 60 bucks, I'll see if it's a scam. Because they went through all this trouble to make the commercial. You know, so if they got me, they got me with a really good commercial. And then I went on their page and they had like all these things, Better Business Bureau, all this shit. They had people who were giving them, uh, you know, giving their fucking opinions, what they call comments. Reviews. So they had people reviews, right? I'm pretty sure mm -hmm. you were on there. Um, So they had all the reviews. And I'm sitting there going, all right, well, this is a lie. They put a lot into it. To me, it was worth the risk. So I think it's real because right when I ordered it, I got a confirmation thing. And then I'm just like, if this is a lie, they're going all out on this lie. Right. You know? So you started it, you ordered it in what, April? May? No, I ordered it Saturday. Oh, okay. I ordered it last Saturday at night, too. At night, like right before the show. Oh, okay. Right before the show. Right. So, mm -hmm. so then they send me that my package is went to the processing center to get ready to leave. It's coming out of Wuhan, China. I might be bringing COVID to this bitch, son. Every, time I, door, every time I open my door, COVID Whoa. might fly out my car. <laughs> Whoa. We were doing great, dude. We did great up until this point. Before it goes downhill. Were we? Were we? Oh, yeah. We probably were because we were just talking about fucking assholes and gay shit. So that's allowed on YouTube. Um, <laughs> Gato says, ready? Now you got to knock G out and get him on the plane like Mr. T on the AT. I'll get on the plane, man. I'll get on the plane. And because you live out there, I won't even try to take no drugs with me because I'm figuring you will be able to hook us up when we get there. <laughs> Gato, say, uh, Gato says you can get anything there. Exactly. I won't even bring nothing with me. Cliffy says we need you guys on here. Thank you for the love, Gary. I really appreciate it. I appreciate you, Cliffy. Mm -hmm. And, uh, and uh, just to let you know, man, I'm in the early stages of talking to my people from SSL, man. I, I got an itch to to try to do it one more time and have a little show. So I'll let you know how that goes. I've spoken to uh, Mike already, and uh, he's down. So let's see what happens. We might be doing a little reunion thing. I'll keep you posted on that. Uh, bro says, love the show. Nothing like laughing and learning. Good job, man. I, I would like to think we all learn a little something, even if it's just what stupidity is. <laughs> Uh, what comes from the heart reaches the heart. I appreciate you, dog. Uh, what is it going to take to get three days a week? Uh, you got to talk to Brian. He's the one who keeps fucking, fucking us up because we're supposed to do a floating mm. weekend. We haven't done one yet. No, because you're never available. Well, I'm sorry that I need to generate some revenue. You know, you think I'm with you for the money, but I'm not. Okay. It's for the time. 
That's why. Okay? And there's only one person out there who even recognizes it. And that's my man. What's his name? Butters? <laughs> yeah. Butters is the only one who recognized it. What was his name again? But Buttery Moves. Yeah, Buttery Moves. He's the only one who sees the love. Yeah. You know. Oh, shit. You say you're still thinking I'm with you for the money. <laughs> you know, look, look. Does that look like I'm with you for the money? Huh? Oh, uh, all right. Before we end the show, I just wanted to uh, quickly... Well, Gato Goro first wants to say gay. <laughs> gay. Um, I wanted to play for everybody, and I wanted to play with Gary. I made a video last whoa, night. Whoa, whoa, What do you mean you want to play with Gary? See the Freudian slips that this dude be coming out with? No, dude. I... You didn't say play for. You say play with. I'm right, listening, though. right. And I mean, I want to take my hand and I want to take your old saggy balls and place them in there <laughs> and then just cup them a like little. The, like those Asian uh, stress things. Yeah. The stress like those balls. oriental stress balls. <laughs> the oriental stress balls. Yeah. But I want, I want the years to be much hairier and older, you know? Um, but I just wanted to quickly plug a new video that we have on our YouTube channel. Uh, which is going to be the beginning of a several series of videos that I'm going to do to promote the show that is going to tie me and Gary into American history. <laughs> now, I don't know if you guys heard about this with the moon landing or not. 1969, Mankind's Giant Leap. Or so they say, dive into the secret studio below the surface, meet the true astronauts, legends, or lunar lies. Uncover more truths with Rated G live streaming every Tuesday and Thursday at 12 p.m. 1969 mankind's i like what you're doing brian i think i'll keep you around thanks for the saggy old ball visual well look he he said it it was you who chose to visually captivate it bro says what if we just do it on days that start with the letter t tuesdays thursdays today and tomorrow man i love you bro love you dog d moore says classic Guys, man, you guys are fucking dope, man. <laughs> you need to put Gary breakdancing in one of the clips. I was never very good, and I'm worse now. But I got it in. I did get it in. I used to get it in, man. Fuck that. I was all right, man. Listen, man, we want to thank y'all for hanging out with us today. What's today, Thursday? Today. Today is today. Yeah. Well, I hope you guys have a really good tomorrow. And are we going to try to hook up this weekend, or, or you can't? Uh, not sure. Probably not. Not sure. Well, you guys will get a notification. Maybe we'll maybe we'll do the dropping. You know, love you back, man. Maybe we'll do the dropping. Everyone hates the dropping, but I'm still a fan of the dropping. I never had a problem with the dropping, man. Come drop by AC Jokes and check us out, man. If you're looking for something to do this holiday season to really get in the groove, man, go cop yourself a game board of Triple X Playground. Dot com. Go to triplexplayground.com. Pick up Triple X Playground, the board game. Roll the dice. Get fist deep into someone you love. Okay? And if you love them good, you might even get to the elbows. That's our <laughs> show for the day, man. You can pull the gerbil out. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, you guys have a great weekend, man. Love you. Thanks for always showing up, man. And the show ain't the same without you guys, man. Thank you. Peace.